Hit play. Run that shit. You are now listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience with your host, Matt Lowe. Yeah, okay. It's growing on me. Is it? I don't know. It's doing the. It's having the opposite effect on me. As Kamar mentioned, I am uh, Matt Floyd. This is the Joe Rogan Experience. Experience. As always, to my right is comedian extraordinaire Kamar. Hey guys. And beside him is a Jew. Hello, gentlemen. <laughs> uh, boring week this week. That's debatable. All right. Well, how many Jamies out of five would you give this week? Uh, uh, the uh, the whole week overall, yeah, maybe like one. two Jamies. One Jamie, one Jamie out of five. Jamie. Whoa, you said three. Kamara went with three Jamies. You really like Weinstein, huh? I uh, well, Weinstein and Whipple. Weinstein was the quintessential Joe, Joe Rogan, Rogan experience show. If you if you listen to that whole show, I mean, it's four hours to start. It's long, and the topics they Very covered. Long. If you listen to that and none of that stuff interests you, you should never listen to Joe Rogan. I mean, that's sort of what I meant from it. Just. So you're giving the week a three based on pretty but much Weinstein. one good guess should constitute one Jamie, no? Uh, William was No, that's right. unfair that's because unfair? if okay. there's more than five guests in a week, then the five Jamie system doesn't work. All right, fair enough. Yeah. I mean, I've there's been worse weeks still. Really? Name me a worse week. Uh, the week when they had all no. fighters on? I don't know. You put me on the spot there. That's yeah, it'd be, too, it'd be too tough to do, especially since we haven't been recording this for long enough, but as far as we've been doing this, this is this is a terrible week. In the three weeks we've been doing it, it's the not only was there a lot of content, but most of it was just no, boring it as was, shit. It was terrible. It started off horribly and it ended horribly. It did. It did start and end horribly, but there was moments. No, there were definitely moments. You're absolutely right, Kamar. There were glimpses, shimmering. Yeah. So if it's your first time tuning in, we're going to go moments. over a lot of those moments. You're going to get our opinions, our feelings, and uh, that's about it. So let's start. We had uh, eleven. What is it? Eleven ninety nine. He's almost at twelve hundred. Eleven ninety nine was Tom Segura and Sean Anders. Correct, Simon? Yeah, correct. Eleven ninety nine. Tom Segura. So we all agreed. Well, first of all, there's a new metric that we've we have introduced the three of us that we're going to introduce this week on the show. And that is called the Rogan effect. So what we've realized is that when you go on Rogan for your first time, your Instagram followers double. Oh yeah, we didn't even try that this week. No, well no, there's new well, we're running it now. As of now, so if someone's if it's their first time on Instagram, if it's their first time on Rogan, we're going to go on Instagram before the show starts and check their follower count and then we're going to try to go on like a week after because Sean Anders, somehow a director of a major film, only had 600 Instagram followers and post Rogan, he had 1200. So, so you did do it. Oh, right on. Rogan I mean, effect. Well, that one I did. So In the Rogan effect. effect and that yeah. one is full effect. That is the Rogan effect. We also effect. know that Kyle Dunnigan mentioned when he was on that he had a massive bump when Rogan mentioned how funny his videos were. And Jordan Peterson too, no? Uh, I mean, I don't know that he has an Instagram, but so but that, that, would be a, that would be a tougher. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you're probably right. So that's our new. So Sean Anders had 600 Instagram followers. How did he get on Joe Rogan? Well, it's simple. He's friends with Tom Segura and he directed a film starring Tom Segura. Yeah. I don't even think they were friends, right? He just directed a film that Tom was in. Yeah, no. Well, I mean, he told, Tom tells the story of how he ended up on the film, which was he 
he had to audition. I thought that was really funny. I thought that was a great story. That was amazing. Yeah. So, I mean, so it wasn't that, that bad. Well, I wouldn't say one story gets me through. They talked about adopting kids a lot, and I don't have kids and don't plan on that, so that part. Was pretty of, boring. That part of the podcast was. Uh, well, it just it's just interesting, and it did definitely make me want to start check out that movie. I mean, not running at the theater, but I so guess it was interesting it hearing like the perspective of someone who adopted a bunch of like teenage kids. That was kind of interesting, kind of. But I will say Tom's story about auditioning was really funny. Very sure. funny. And just I love how he was like, I thought I fucking nailed it. And the guy was like, you did terribly. <laughs> yeah, it's good to have that after the fact moment. I want to back up at the beginning, just like in um, a Making Murderer, you know, when they talk about that case that Kathleen was doing. Yeah. Right at the beginning of this one, Tom talks about this guy that's scamming on women, pre- pretending to be a doctor. Right. He says, because they're discussing whether there's any good journalism, and then Tom says, well, there is still some good journalism in this column. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I got obsessed with that story. He kept trying to find something about it. I couldn't find it anywhere. He made it up. It's fake news. Well, as far as I know, I mean, I I could find no reliable sources. But we all agree that this guy was clearly on the show as like a favor, right? Yeah, it was a pitch, and well, what are you going to do? It was a total favor. Seem that way at least. Nepotism at its finest. But I don't think they necessarily need that favor because Mark Wahlberg's in it and he's a pretty big draw. I want I would like to hear more about Mark. No, but just here's this the weird guy thing. wasn't getting on Rogan if it wasn't for But the weird thing to me Tom is no like way. it wasn't no like way. he was short on content this week. So he really did it as a favor. Like I could see if he had no guest this week being like oh like Tommy hits him up. No, and I, like, I think Tommy asked him, like straight up. Yeah, just, yeah I, for sure. Know. I'm in this movie. Can I yeah. But again, I don't think it was a great podcast. I like when uh, Joe said he saw the woman marrying herself in the restaurant. Oh, yeah, that was amazing. That would have been quite a scene. Those are freaks. I feel like you see that in L.A. all the time, though. All the time. Really? It's just an everyday occurrence? Well, I don't know. I mean, when I lived in New York, you saw it. Like, the weirdest thing about living in a big city like that is you often see the craziest shit, and you're looking around for other people to be like, are you seeing this? And New Yorkers are just like, Nope oblivious yeah because they're like i've seen what you've never seen someone marrying themselves you fucking idiot like that's the attitude it's always that oh okay you never see someone shit on the street yeah yeah, yeah. oh that's 100 percent what it is i I, I do have to say though right away (laughs) joe needs to drop this roseanne thing i know you guys disagree with me she wasn't done that big an injustice so let it go like there are way bigger injustices in the world than roseanne's crazy batshit crazy ass losing her job like not that big a deal you guys disagree. I, well, no, I just feel like we've done this already. Yeah, but as long as he's going to bring it up, you're, I'm going to keep bringing it up. You're going to talk about yes. it? Well, because again, we talked about how many things How many things can he not get off of? Asians at Harvard. But I, I don't know if it's a cause for him now or if it's more just an example. It's his friend. He, and he uses. And of course he loves her. Well, I mean, she's fine. I we, see. Yeah. We don't cry for Roseanne, though. She's still rich. Like, it's, it's, it's shitty what happened. Whatever. No, but it seems like he's crying for her. Like, yeah. he feels like a huge injustice has been done. And I guess if you're fighting the, like, free speech, whatever thing, sure. But it doesn't seem like that fight. It just feels like they they did her dirty and he's, he's sticking up for her. So That's my opinion. I, I think it'll fade away, though. I mean, he can't bring her up. And, and it's still monstrous. Not that it has anything to do with In, anything. Until she gets back on TV. He had her on the show. So. Point, right? No, but he still argues, like, oh, the new show's shit. You know, like, him and Jamie had it out. Like, yeah. oh, the new show's garbage. That and Jamie was, was like, it's actually doing well. And he was like, no, it's not. It's going to... I don't know. I've had enough. Enough of Roseanne. Joe. Enough of Roseanne All for right. Floyd. He no hates whatever. everything, anyways. I uh, I forgot True. that Jerry Springer got busted with a prostitute when he was the mayor of Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Did it happen when he was the mayor? Yeah. Are you sure? I'm pretty positive. Okay. Yeah. I knew he was mayor. I remember the prostitute story. I just didn't remember. Oh, and you know how he got busted? This is the best part. He paid her with a check. <laughs> Classy. Well, I mean, 
That's how you pay hookers. Yeah, well, obviously. Of course. It'd probably bounce, too. But I, I find it's interesting that no one ever references that show as like a canary in the coal mine for the decline of the American culture. Hold on. Springer was fucking incredible. It, it was. Uh, look at how shitty incredible. people were. Listen, Springer was like the only place where you could get a hillbilly KKK member and like fa- a family of black people on the same stage. And they would just be like, let's see what happens. And you were guaranteed to see three fights. A chair thrown. Always a chair thrown. But the, uh, what, what I'm saying is... Always. How can people be surprised Trump became president when these are the people that are in the country? Like Everyone's shocked. I wouldn't be shocked. I knew it was bad when Jerry Springer... I mean, you won't remember this, but there used to be a fellow named Geraldo Rivera. What do you mean I won't remember He this? was a what, legitimate like journalist when was he first he? started. Yes, he was. Yeah, he, he, he dude, broke the... Uh, no, no, he got he lost his journalism credentials because of the whole fucking... Wasn't not gaudy. Who was it? Uh, Capone. Capone. Capone's vault. Yeah, Capone's vault. Right, but he, he broke the... Uh, uh, I'm going to butcher the name of this. Uh, As you do. Can't wait. <laughs> I don't even want to say it because I don't know. It's the um, the JFK tapes there or the file. The Zapruder film. The th- Zapruder, thank there you. There it is. There it is. He, yeah. he legitimately broke that as a journalist. And so. went downhill after that. Fine. Fine. It's because he never got rid of that terrible mustache. But anyway, just more of the people that I've been watching how shitty Americans are for years. And all of a sudden, then Trump comes president. I was like, ah, what's wrong with these people? Like, I, and we I lose, like, and we I lose like our Americans. American viewership. Yeah. <laughs> there goes well, ten viewers. No, I, I love Americans. The opinions of Kamar do not represent <laughs> the opinions of this program. There's probably thirty million shitty Americans, and uh, the rest are. But cool. That's actually thirty. That's a. That's actually so a low number. A good stat. That'd be ten yeah. percent of them, or whatever. That's what I'm Listen, saying. If ten percent of a country is shitty, that's a great. One of number. every ten people you meet is a dick, guaranteed. So. Oh, I would say it's like one in three. And, I, <laughs> and everyone says how oh, Canadians are so polite, but I think Americans are nicer than Canadians. It depends where you are. It depends where you are. It Different states it's, it's are geographical. Know. In the south, they're very nice, or they sound like they're nice. They do. <laughs> sound, we discussed. But even then, like I've met a bunch of Southerners that are like, "Man, you're polite. Canadians are wicked polite." And I'm like, "You're pretty." They thought well. you were polite. Well, I'm I'm a different person when I'm down there. <laughs> <laughs> he puts on a good show. I, I hold the door for people. Um, I say this episode is good if if someone is thinking about adopting. I'd for sure listen to it just to hear that perspective. On that, the adopt, that, that's a beneficial. <laughs> Sorry, come on. Yeah, well, he makes a lot of good. Like I like what <laughs> something I'd never thought of is he was like, <laughs> you think when this kid comes into your life that you're gonna have an immediate connection and be like, <clears throat> be like, oh, this is my kid. He's like, it wasn't like that at all. Like, he's like, it's like a stranger was in my house. I mean, sometimes it's not even like that with your own Actual kids. Actual kid. I can imagine, yeah. Well, you have a teenager. No, so. I, I'm, I'm not saying me in particular. I had an instantaneous bond oh, with yeah. my children. But with, uh, you know, some some fathers or mothers don't have that immediate bond with their children. Well, you sort of adopted, didn't you? I am a stepfather. So yep. so it's sort of there. You yep. understand that? Like, you, you, we can't understand it's, how it's the bond not, forms. It's not quite the same. But yeah, no, I, 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 would, bond, I, would, yeah. I would somewhat You'd consider it the same. No, I, I see what you're saying. On that front, it totally is the same. Well, yes and no. I mean, at the same time, if you're a stepdad of like a young child, like if you're the stepdad of like a three or four-year-old, a little different, but it's the same thing with adopting a three yeah. or four-year-old. Because no, that no, kid my, knows you as, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like My daughter, or my stepdaughter, was two and a half when... Uh, yeah, like I have a stepdad and... You know, I, I'm not calling him dad or anything, but he's definitely been, you know. I mean, this this guy was crazy when he thought that he could adopt three teenagers. 
Oh, I, when I heard like, that, I, was I don't like, know this guy's what nuts. the fuck he was thinking. And that you know what it was? It was pity. He felt bad. He said it like he I know, felt but really that bad can't for them. Be good for those kids, right? To be like taken into the house and then have to leave again. You, you know what I'm saying? I know they weren't. I know they never made it into his house. It's but a huge. It's I think huge you risk. just got to be realistic in that situation. Like you've never been parents before, and you're going to take three teenagers. Like get the fuck. Yeah, out but of here. you got to think too. In his head, there's probably a thought of like. Well, maybe a teenager will be easy. Like, we avoid the diapers, we avoid... But he doesn't realize, like, the angst of a teenager yeah, is no, insane. I, and an adopted teenager has been bumped around the, like, the housing. That's insane. Those I know a, a gentleman or a couple who um, adopted two sisters, and they were older. Like, one was a teenager, yeah. but the other was, like, 10. And one of them tried to kill him in his sleep. Okay, that's probably an extreme, obviously. <laughs> obviously, but I'm just saying it's... Yeah. Uh, but I mean, again... about as bad as it gets, I guess. <laughs> well, unless you succeeded. You're right. Know, that was a terrible worse, example. Well, awful and, uh, example. Yeah, you, <laughs> yeah. Simon went that's, to one end of the fucking spectrum. That's not where I was going. Sure. That, yeah. Can't be too safe. But I, I would think that most people that adopt their adopted kids don't try to kill them in their sleep. Probably not. I would think that's the majority, but I could be wrong. I don't have the stats in front I, of me. I guess the point I was trying to drive home was you're not going to have a two-year-old try and kill you while you're sleeping. No, no. They probably don't have too many skills to kill you unless they are the two-year-old without, who has the death touch. Or Chucky or something. Yeah, the one in a million. Something like that, yeah. But uh, looking at it, you say that's crazy to invite uh, to uh, adopt three kids, uh, whatever their ages are, and now played it all out. He went to the experience, thought it was amazing, made a movie, Mark Wahlberg's in it, and it got him on the Joe Rogan experience, so it's, it's the best idea he's ever had in his life. Well, it wasn't even his idea. It was his partner's, right? Well, his partner. Neither of them could see one day we'll be on Rogan because of this. Like, that's just I crazy, also hate so. when someone says partner, if they're with someone of the opposite sex. But he's he has a wife. Yeah, that's my point. So why don't you call her your wife? No, no, no. Your ball he, and chain? Oh, his, he, partner, his partner was his okay. business yeah, yeah. partner. They're gotcha. directors together in the movie. Fine, I just yeah. made a point either way. Good, we'll keep that noted yeah, for thank you. For hate when people on. do that. Yeah. Also, I think we should uh, mention that the uh, movie is called Instant Family. I believe it's in theaters now. With mm-hmm. No, we don't have to push it. Yeah. He was on Rogan you know pushing what? it. That's really, not I was just trying to extend. If, if Rogan wants to help this guy, I want to help this guy. He, that's very nice of you. He was a nice guy, that's right? Very nice of you, he, he, he seemed like a nice great guy. dude. Yeah. And like, anyone that's going really to adopt nice. three teenagers, yeah, super chill. Guy. Have, have you heard Salt of the Earth? Have yeah. you heard Judd Apatow talk in a podcast? I've heard Don't him on the Joe to. Rogan show. Yeah, and did you like him as much as this guy? Well, I, I liked him all right. As much as this guy. This guy seems like a really nice, practical, cool guy, funny. Judd Apatow is too preachy. Oh, we're me. just comparing directors. Well, they're both directors. They're both a fam- they're family men sort of thing. But uh, Judd Apatow doesn't have adopted children. No. Okay, he's, sorry, far, he's far more successful. I, so it's, 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 it's all tough. Yep. Anyways, go check out the movie or not because I can't promote it. It, it wasn't horrible because Tom Sugar is always nice on the side. He's just a smooth dude. Well, yeah, but Tom Sugar is hilarious as well. He's when they were favorites. talking about football, I like that. Except for <laughs> why does Tom think that high school football players in the States aren't killers? No, I think his point was more just, I understood his point. What he was saying was like, not everyone is a killer. Like you're going to line up in high school and yeah, there's going to be one or two guys that are going to move on to like JV and then potentially move on to college. You know what I mean? Like what he was saying was if you have a, if you have a team of 20 guys in high school, I guess it depends on what high school you go to in the States. Sure. But he was saying your, I think what he was, his point was your average high school, like just your, your, your run of the mill high school. If it has 20 guys, 50 guys on the team. 25 of them won't play after high school. And the 25 that go on to play in college, 
maybe two of them will mm-hmm. be will be exceptional athletes. Because even at the college level, Simon, you have to realize there's guys that are they're good athletes, like they're more athletic than I am for sure, but they're not going to do anything with it past that. That's why you also see, and Kamar can back me up on this, you see it year after year, a running quarterback comes out of college and they're like, this guy's going to be the shit. And he gets fucking lit up in the NFL. Why? Because every guy on the line is a fucking murderer. Whereas in college, two guys on the line are going to play in the NFL. And he was juking by the rest of them. Like, am I right? I'd like to back you up on that. I was just just, talking about that with someone the other day. Did he just compare himself to a college football player though? 100%. No, I I said specifically, I'm not at all fit or an athlete. I was saying, so I'm not commenting like, oh, these guys aren't athletes. Fuck them. What I'm saying is they're great athletes, but they're not going to take it to that next level. And that's all Tom was saying was the, the further up you go, you get to the, the and when real you, killers. And when you get to the big leagues, everyone's the best that they could be. That's it. They're, they're all killers. They're all that, that was his they're point. Champions. I mean, listen, I'm taking most of my high school football uh, information from Friday Night Lights. So well, I played high school oh, football. Well, there you go. In the States, you have? No. Yeah. No, I don't Good. Just, I mean, if you need any, if you want anything about high school football, you can always ask me. But like, Simon, you watched Last Chance U, right? Yeah. Like, think about it. Like, a lot of those guys are just there to get the fucking... Yeah, they're placeholders. I get you. Yeah, no, but even then, they're there to like, because they're like, okay, I have a scholarship, so maybe I can get... Not the guys they concentrated on, obviously. A lot of those guys were like trying to make it to the NFL, but a lot of these guys are realistic. They're like, I'm going to get a scholarship. I'm going to get a degree. Whatever. They're NCPs. Is that right? NCP? Non-character player? <laughs> yeah, there you go. Is that right? Right yeah. on, I'll use that term. There you go. Cars on industry terms. They're extras. Sure, if you will. But I mean, they, I don't like saying they're extras because they're out there getting I'm, killed. I'm, I'm sure they I'm want to make it, man. but there's just the competition <laughs> is so crazy, especially in America. Football is like it's out of it's control. Insane. Well, dude, they're, they're, their high school games get more than our CFL games in certain places. But not yesterday. Go Red Blacks. What's their record that they made the... The Grey Cup. I'm curious. Four and four or something. <laughs> I don't know. What a league. I don't know. What, what a league. I don't know. It's just it was exciting to be in the city and have a winning feeling. And now they're gonna ship out to Edmonton next week and go Red Blacks. Fuck you, Edmonton. Unless you're listening, then I like you. There go all our yeah. viewers in and Edmonton. we just lost Manitoba. <laughs> now, do they know how to use uh, Manitoba? I was kidding. Tomorrow. What time is it? <laughs> what time is it? The podcast. <laughs> Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, you go Alberta. That's great. So yeah, I mean, and for a Monday morning podcast, because usually like that's the only one I listen to the day of. If it's up there on on, on the Monday, hold on. let's not make excuses because it was on a Monday morning. Every podcast should be fire. Well, when we approach this on Mondays, do we not sit here going, "This is going to be the best"? Okay, fine. I'm taking my three Jamies and I'm downloading it to. Uh... Oh no, wine scene was three Jamies. This is like no. Two... I said the whole week. Would, would you oh, rate the whole, the whole week, week three, three on Jamies. five Jamies? Three Jamies. Three Jamies. You keep it at three. Well, we'll see. By the end of this, I hope to make my case and everyone will be on my side. Okay, I'm with that. But uh, I, I I had no problems with this. I'd rather listen to this podcast than Shane Dorian. What? No. No, I, I don't know. I don't rather, know. Yeah, I take that, that back. No, 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 no. I might be with Kamar here. No, hold on. He's going to take it back. He Kamar? mentioned Mark Wahlberg, the story about the guy stealing the girls, the story about the audition really was The audition was, was hilarious. Because Tom Segura was like, uh, I was like, no, nah, I don't even want to do this movie. And then they pursued him more. Now, that's crazy to happen in show business. And I really like that story, even though that story has nothing to do with this guy's no, movie. No, what I really love too is when Tom is like, when they're like, when his agent's like, dude, the director really wanted you for this. And he's like, sorry, what? Yeah. He's like, no, like the director asked for you specifically. And he was like, oh, fuck, maybe I should do yeah, this. Yeah, it's movie like, star shit. Yeah. He's like, the act, the director's never asked for me. 
and I love listening to those kind of stories. So Gives Shane Dorian didn't hope, have right? any audition stories. Listen, Shane Dorian come on, never met on, Mark Wahlberg. Hold on. I love that in a year from now, people are going to be like, what the fuck is Shane Dorian? It is the benchmark on which we measure yeah, all other oh, podcasts. I'm aware. Listen, Kamar, if we're going to do this, we got, we got to do this right. This was not a better podcast than Shane Dorian. Uh, first of all, it is all in the eyes of the beholder. It was worse. It was... I, 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 I'm punching myself in the face. You just can't see it the, because we don't have... The only thing that Shane Dorian I liked was when they flipped on Mark Zuckerberg in Hawaii. So Okay, oh. you know what? Let... Jesus Christ. Let's move on. No, that, and, was, the, that was the move on one. Yeah. <laughs> and move next on. week. It's like pardon the interruption. That's it. Yeah, so next check out week the I'll come with my original Shane Dorian notes and I'll enlighten no, you on you why not. it was better than this podcast. All right. So Fair let's enough. move on to the Fair next enough. one. 1,200. 1,200. Am I correct? Ross Edgley. Oh my God. We're talking about this for maybe five minutes. Now this might have been the worst podcast I've ever seen in my life. Every one of my notes ends with but why the fuck why? Do you yeah. swim around the the, the swam he does, from he does Martin? Swim oh, so you agree now? Of course, you agree with me now? I didn't know what you guys talk about because I hadn't heard it. Yeah, he didn't really swim. If you get out of the water, Britain. get in a boat, you didn't do shit. You might as well just be in a pool. Man. That was my point. Swim back and forth the canal. That'd be more impressive. Yeah. So I, I mean, my problem is, I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I shut this one down. Hold on. Can we just at least tell the the audience that this guy claimed to have swam around? Great Britain. That's what okay, he show? didn't claim. Hold on. He didn't. Okay. In his defense, he spent six months never touching land, going swimming six hours, sleeping six hours on a boat, swimming six hours in terrible conditions. So I'm not going to sit here and take away from the guy what he did. I would not like to it take was, anything away from It was either. amazing. Yeah, yeah. So let's not sit here and say he claimed. But why have, the fuck why? But why the fuck why? I mean, again, it's like, why climb Everest? Because it was there. I mean, uh, Everest makes way more sense to me than swimming around Great Britain. Well, maybe yes you, and no, but think about it. We live you, in Britain. If, let's say you and I, Simon, next year, each had 50 grand, and we said, you know what? We've always wanted to climb Everest, and you and I go, and we make it to the top of Everest. I got some news for you. You and I made it to the top of Everest, but Sherpas did a great deal of the fucking work. So, and, yeah, yeah, they did. On. Well, did you know when you go up to Everest, there's dead bodies up there? Everywhere, because they can't take him down. Because Hillary's still up there. I'm no, he said sure. why. He said why. He said uh, just like that dude did the four minute mile. He they realized no one had ever done it before, so that, that's not a good good enough reason to do it. It's like what's the first? Sorry, come here. Did you? Uh... Well, I just want to say now that we know who this guy is. The second he was like twenty five minutes in, and he, he gets all somber and tries to be like, and. And they tore this jellyfish off my face, and I had the trench foot, and I'm on the boat, and I realized... The tongue was gross. And I realized the ocean doesn't care. And, like, I knew that a long time ago, and I could have told him that. He didn't have to... Dude, not only did the ocean not care, I didn't care. I was with the ocean. I was like, don't give a fuck. He, He came way too rehearsed. He had a whole bunch of stuff he wanted to impress Joe with. But wait, let's... Oh, my God, and he must have said, yeah, 6,000 times. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Also, his laugh seemed wildly fake. Seemed like any time Joe said something that he thought he should laugh at, he was like, ha 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 The first swim he did was like from Martinique to, I don't know, some other island. Just for kicks. But why? That, this is my point. You know what I mean? Well, have you seen... Well, here, if you're a, I don't know listen, why. if you're a swimmer and like, I don't know. I mean, obviously this guy makes a living off fucking swimming, I would assume. Like someone sponsored... He didn't yeah, just I, save up the I money guess. to swim around. No, no, that Britain. swim you refer to was just doing it. He was on like a family vacation and just said, I, 
That's just in his genes. He's just a swimmer. I mean, listen. Sorry, Simon, I'm just trying cottage. to emphasize my own point here. Which but hear is me why. out. Well, hear me out, Simon. But I can't agree with you more. I agree with you too. But like when my cottage, multiple people have swam from my cottage on the island to the mainland, and I always said they'd be like, "Do you want to do it?" Now I'm terrible at swimming. But even if I was great at swimming, my answer would be, "Just like you." Why? Well, maybe they we needed to go buy smokes or something. The, the, we have a boat. You have a boat. Okay. The only thing I'll say is he's fit as fuck. Well, obviously. Did you see the picture of him? Well, he's a monster. Did you see the picture of yeah. him? Like, he's just shredded. Like, the other thing, I don't know. Like, it seems like you get girls. I don't know. I, yeah. That jellyfish sounded brutal, though. How do you just, like, he just kept swimming. He was swimming for five That's hours brutal. with a jellyfish stuck to his fucking six face. Six hours on, six hours off. Because he's mostly numb. For, for six months. He's numb, so he's. Yeah, it's like 159 he's, he's, days or something. Just an irritation. Absolutely, absolutely nuts. And Never. You know, I'll go back to Anders. It's a stupid idea to swim around Britain, but it got him on Rogan, so it all worked out in the end for him. But no, it was painful. Yeah, his to, Instagram count doubled. It was painful to listen to him, and he kept saying, why? But but why is these muscles retaining lactose? It just like, fuck know, off. And as we know now, the British people aren't the smartest people in the world. It's their accent that makes them sound smart. <laughs> a lot of Brits on uh, Rogan lately, eh? What, just Darren well, Brown and this more guy? More so then, more so then. No, I think there was one more. More so then, but uh, yeah, the, uh, if you are into competitive swimming or extreme challenges stuff, and you want to hear about muscle breakdown or recovery, maybe this is a good podcast to listen to. But uh, yeah, for me, it wasn't. It, <clears throat> it just wasn't my thing. That's all. But yeah, you're right, Kamar. If you were into like endurance challenges or like feats of strength, there's some power in this. Maybe if his dad died in the in the ocean that's why I'm, I'm trying to come up with a reason why but. or a shark story he's trying to darren something. brown this because <laughs> <laughs> dad died in the ocean tag, tag on to it um you just glossed over it though the salt story the the tongue was the best story he had his tongue disintegrating well, I mean, it was gross i didn't really i didn't necessarily want to hear about it well tell him what happened well he just he, he got like salt tongue so when your tongue gets salt on it for like extended periods of time you get i forget there was like a name for it I think it's salt. It was like a calcium buildup on your tongue, and your tongue just rots off. Did they show a picture of it? Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did, yeah. The, uh... And it looked horrible? I didn't see it. Was I didn't it white? watch that one. I didn't see it. I assume it was white. Well, if you're watching, no, you're going to see a rotten tongue. Yeah, and I mean like so... trench foot. Yeah, I, I would not tell anyone unless I knew they were thinking about swimming across and again, Lake Superior. Oh, I would never recommend Why this podcast. Why are you doing anyone? anything that is going to cause your tongue to disintegrate? I don't think he foot. knew. I don't think he knew any of that going in. Oh, I think you know when you're swimming across uh, an ocean that that shit's going to happen to you. He's not the first guy in the world to do it. I'm pretty sure he's the first person to swim for six months straight. Like, hear me out. I don't think it happened right away. I think it was probably like a month in, two weeks in. Because think about it. He swam across the English Channel, right? So he's he's obviously done long distances but just nothing like this i can't remember if it was a bet or not or like what you know what i mean no, like no, motivation no no no, no, no but at one point he's talking about how like we almost didn't do it i'm like what do you mean you didn't do it you have, you have the rest of your life to do it if you well he probably had the common <laughs> sense to be like oh this is stupid he'd I don't give himself do to do it in, in 52 days or whatever so are we done with this asshole well hey he you was very polite to you know Jamie. what i i don't know i'm sure he was a nice guy Kamar, but, uh, very polite to Very Jamie. polite, but it's just the British accent. Mm. British people might as well be like Southern people now, I've realized. The opposite of Southern people. Well, it's the opposite, but you own, they sound smart, but they're not. 
Whereas uh, Southern doesn't sound smart, but they could be. I get you. And then when they feel like they've uh, exhausted all their resources on the podcast, they ask Joe a question about MMA, and yeah, and <laughs> that's, that's how yeah. we end. And then yeah, that's and where the it repetition goes. begins. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So good. Let's be done with this one because I would love to watch Shane Dorian or listen to Jane Dorian ten times yes, compared ten to ten times. One. Yep. Shane yeah, Dorian, no, the Shane Dorian no podcast is the best nice podcast guy, ever. Totally nice guy. To can't one. say anything. But he he was just he was too prepared. He kept having throwing these facts at Joe and like I, I just didn't know. care. It wasn't a it wasn't a candid conversation. It was all about his agenda and it's just not good. Was he selling a book too or something? I don't think bragging. so. Joe just had him on because he heard the feet. Joe had him on because yeah, he because heard during the feet sober after October, sober October, yeah, he was they like, were look all what this fucking guy did. Yeah. Look well, at what, this is. Oh, a real you know what would have been. You know what would have been real good, is if for some weird reason this guy, while swimming, had worn the same heart thing and had his numbers for the six months. Oh, now that would have been great. That would have been fantastic. You know what I mean? If he had been like, "Oh, you had four thousand points, Joe, or eleven thousand? Yeah, well, I had a month where I had a sixty thousand. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, wow. Did, did they even ask him what? Did he even ask him what he ate? Yeah, he. Yeah, yeah. Because he's got to wait a half hour after that. No, he asked. They had a lot. Dude, they talked about it for a while. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't, again, you probably forgot because you just didn't fucking care. I said, I'm not listening to this anymore because I can't stand it. And Simon will have great notes. So Well, the good news is when we get to Joe Beef, I did the same thing. I think he actually makes a a funny... a funny joke about eating some somewhere in there. Something about it being a eating competition with swimming thrown in or something. Well, let me be the first to tell you, it couldn't have been that good a joke because none of us remember. You're right. It was terrible. Well, and one of us on. didn't hear Listen, it. Listen, come on. Move yeah. on. Okay. 1,201. Uh, Von Hoppel. Oh, first of all, without seeing this guy Will, or listening William. to it, without seeing this guy or listening to a second of it, I just kept thinking, this guy's name is the kind of person that would have gassed Simon in the 40s. I kept reading it. I kept reading it. William von Wippel. You know, like I just, I I kept seeing this like Third Reich asshole, like just sitting in front of Joe. That's all I kept picturing. And then it ended up being one of my favorite podcasts. Uh, I think he's a Jew too. Probably for sure. Great podcast though. Yeah, it was terrific. It was cock talk. I would give it four out of five Jamie's. Well, you had to because they talked about animals fucking for a long time right in your wheelhouse. They touched on a lot of things in my wheelhouse. Ancient civilizations, animal fucking. You only gave it a four. Well, listen, if I give it a five, then what am I going to do when something really great happens? So needless to say, this was way better than Shane Dorian. This was way better than Shane Dorian. And I like Shane Dorian. Oh, that's big for Simon. The highlight for me was when uh, he tried to crap on Sex on Down. Sex on yeah, Dawn. the uh, Joey goes so. Chris, um, so Chris's what do you what do you think uh, about uh, Sex oh, yeah. Don? And he's like, well, to be honest with you, I think it's a load of crap. Oh no! So that brings up a point that I wanted to bring up about scientists and how when he said that, I was, I was a little bit taken aback, and I liked the Joe, and I you know I criticized Joe a lot, but I liked the Joe immediately stopped and was like, hold on, how can you say it's total bullshit? And then he immediately pulled back and was like, you know what? Oh, yeah. You're right. Yeah, that's, that's absolutely that was, not well, something as a scientist I should be saying. Well, what he said was, he said, I don't remember what was wrong with it. It's been a long time since I've read it, but I know that we thought it was a piece of crap. Yeah. Okay, my point is, is this, though. He I didn't feel take like, it back. Hold on. I feel like as a scientist, he did take it back because this is what he took back. I feel like as a scientist, you shouldn't just say that's bullshit. You should have a more, you should say, listen, I don't, evidence. I don't believe in the science behind it. And this is my big problem that I was going to bring up is you often hear, like you read a lot of studies and you take what the study says at like for face value. 
And then you hear after the fact someone shit on it. And the reason they shit on it is usually, well, I don't like the way they ran the study. I don't like the double blind they did or the mm-hmm. placebo test or this. You know what I mean? That's fine if you want to say, I don't like the way they ran the test, but I just didn't like the way he was like, it's total bullshit. And I, I did like the way that Joe was like, well, hold on. Like, and I, I get it. He well, hadn't Joe, read it in a long Joe time. Joe has to stick up for uh, well, his Dr. Friend. Chris Ryan a lot. Sure. Or a lot of people have problems with that book. Yeah. I've never read it, so I have, I have so no, I uh, no horse in this race. Super smart, super insightful. Um, I will say, though, I've read multiple studies. Now, again, I'm pretty sure I, I didn't spend a lot of time on this, but I think one of them might have been in Zeitgeist, so I can't sit here and be like, this is for sure solid. Yeah, but I'm, I'm almost positive that I remember reading a study that said um, that it was nurture versus nature, like that you were more a product of your environment than, but he blew that out of the water. He was saying that like who raises you has absolutely nothing to do with who you are, that your genes did like decide all of it. And it was kind of like the Bruce Buffer thing. He was like, yeah, identical twins that aren't born in the same circumstances together at all often end up doing something. They end up like being the same people. That is one of the most amazing stories in the whole world. It's fucked. But there's more than one of them. The Michael Buffer, Bruce Buffer story. But there's more than one of them, dude. They were both born, separated at birth, and then they both became announcers in fighting. Well, apparently... Without knowing each other. Sorry, Kamar. Your genes kick in later in life, right? So this is why you would see it a lot in older uh, twins as opposed to younger twins. When they're younger, they are more individual. And as they get older, they start becoming more and more alike. And the stones throwing thing, that was chill. I had no idea. Yeah, no, it was great. I mean, that was like the, the tipping point for, yeah, us uh, to throw for, stuff for human beings. Yeah. I thought about the three of us trying to well, kill a lion. Well, it was actually walking bipedally, which then led you to throwing. You thought about right? the three of us killing a lion? The well, three of us trying to kill Well, Simon and I were thinking about killing you. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> so you didn't kill us? Uh, well, that'd be weird, a, a lion on an island. Let's talk about this lion thing for a second, because we got in an argument this weekend at the poker game we were Jump having. Jump the gun, sorry, Floyd. Sorry. We were... The so my contention is seven men would not beat a lion if they had no weapons. You mean no weapons, stones. no rocks, they have the no, stone. no, they have the stones. We have stones. You did have stones. You did have stones. Barehanded. Did I say stone? You okay, said you allowed fine. Stones. I'm still. That's still my contention. I don't think. Um, but hear me out. Are you? I think you're thinking about it in too modern. A, a term you're thinking about seven you're thinking about seven people at that poker table which i agree with you that was the argument okay uh, but that can't be the argument neanderthals or, or or early man is a different argument that's where i'm at no no but i'm saying we had this argument at the poker table the gentleman i was arguing with was contending that you know we would definitely beat him seven of us and what i was saying was Mouth this out their name to me gotcha gotcha um my contention was that no, that wouldn't happen. Look, you would send a couple of guys in right away. They would get done. My whole thing is you're in there trying to grab onto the lion, right? The like everybody is going to... Somebody's going to try and poke the eyes out. He's going to flail madly. When a lion... Hold on, let me stop you there. Someone said they were going to poke the fucking eyes that's out. That's what Kamar uh, not said. Not someone. I said that. That's what you... But, the, the deal is... So I Simon, understand where you're at, but that's never happened. Simon's just putting out his side of the argument, but I was of the side of that, yeah, we could take the lion, but someone for sure is dying. Wait, like, can I, can I just... Would, let would, him finish. Sorry, I cut you off, Simon. Let him finish. Pardon me. Because my contention is, as you're trying to grab onto that lion, anybody, one, two, four people, as he's flailing, he is clawing you, he is 
cutting open your belly and letting your entrails spill out just by accident. He has fangs that can kill you. If you're, because you're thinking seven guys can take a, a huge dude. Yeah, maybe, because as he's flailing, the worst he can do is knock you out. Everything this lion does is made to kill you. Yeah, but hold on. I think the rocks changes the game drastically. Because if you get a big enough rock and a big enough dude, I'm not saying me, but even then, if you give me a rock that I can throw like a baseball and I hit that thing square in the fucking head and then all of us clock it, I'm telling you, there's a ch- we have Maybe, a chance. But That's you're, the only way they'll You're talking, I, like I don't know if you've ever seen a lion skull before or even any sort of animal oh, skull yeah, like that. Huge. They are thick as shit, man. It is not like your skull. I mean, your skull is thick. I get it, Everybody's but Simon, skull is you hit a, if you hit a lion in the head with a rock, like simultaneously 15 times you're gonna at least daze it what if you, you can disagree be... no i i mean I, I agree i just don't think you're gonna be able to that lion is gonna be moving around he's gonna be taking you suckers out like i just don't think it's gonna go down like that anyways that's my contention but hear me out okay so we if, if we're factors. talking right now in this day and age if you just plop seven of us naked with a bunch of rocks near a lion i think we could talk it out where we could get the lion somewhere where it's somewhat cornered or trapped do you disagree well, I mean, maybe again, we're you know. I would die because I'd be checking out everyone's lion. dick, and I'd be distracted. Jesus the lion Christ! Get, but no, if the lion gets the one guy, then everyone gets on it. And I said, I said, didn't you see? You said claws because I said poke the eyes out, and someone started declawing it. Was <laughs> distracted because it's mad that it's blood. No, you'd have to stick your fingers. But up But wait, its ass. Kamar's argument Does is amazing. Too? The first guy goes in. The lion is so taken with eating him that he's not going to worry about the other of you sneaking up to Possibly. attack him? I don't like, know how lions fight, man. Like, I don't know if it I know you work. don't because you just said we declaw a fucking full-grown <laughs> lion <laughs> all four paws, which is absolutely shockingly nuts. Obviously, that was a lighthearted idea. <laughs> but I was saying also, if you could uh, cut yourself and make a pool of blood beneath a tree, then have a rock in there and drop it on the lion's Again, head. You know this is this not is, a shark, yeah, right? This is, this is not a great white shark. It's a lion. My, I don't think it works. I didn't know you guys way. were lion experts My when I contention to these guys at this poker game who I was arguing with was that the seven of them couldn't even fight a hyena. Well, that was let, that's a, wrong. let alone a lion. Well, someone you know said they call that? You know what they call that in Ottawa? They call that uh what's the what's the name for it? Glebe. Um <laughs> <laughs> Napoleon gle- complex, yeah, something no, like that. No, I was looking for like not pride. What is it when you're just overly confident? Glebe confidence, that's yeah. it. No. Of course, we could take a lion. I, well, if we GLB take, for life. If we couldn't take a lion, we for sure could take a hyena. That's okay. Right on. Let that just sit there. You guys are like, well, well no, because right away I started thinking about how hyenas have like giant clits and give birth, but we're gonna go to that later. Yeah, and and well, they have jaws that can crush. Uh, Again, I mean, Kamar just thinks no. he's so strong. There's I, uh, a sacrifice. No, you know what? Kamar might There's be right sacrifice. though, because if you go to Africa, you see dudes with hyenas on like chains, like just walking around. There's a sacrifice, <laughs> of course. <laughs> oh, okay, but they. May I'd say have, you might be able to they, charm a hyena. They might have. I'm a really charming guy. Those guys might have had nets. Sure, or charm, or food. Oh, there we go. Three things you need to catch a hyena: charm, food, and nets. Listen, I, uh, I'll, I'll step down. I guess. What else did Whipple talk about? I mean, there was a lot. He, he touched on a oh, lot. He, he said the word testicle forty times. Count of that. Yeah, and, he did say uh, testicle. And he said a lot. seal penis fifty times. Yep, seal penis. And Joe said seal penis twenty five. times. Some of those stories that they were telling about the chimps, um, 
you know, when they brought in the food, uh, I think it was. Have you never seen that cake. video? No, 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 no. Have you? I've never seen that. Oh my God. I wish. Explain it to everyone. No, no, no. So there's the video is hilarious. Well, not the birthday cake video. The one with the, the cucumber and the grapes might is arguably the funniest animal video you've ever seen. It's two capuchin monkeys in a cage side by side. And you see a scientist's hand come in and he gives the first monkey a peeled grape and it throws it down its gullet and it's so happy. And then it goes to the next cage and it gives that capuchin monkey a grape. Super stoked. Same thing. They do it two more times and both monkeys are like pigs and shit, just wildly excited. Then they give the first monkey a grape and they give the second monkey a slice of cucumber and it takes the cucumber. It looks at it for a second. It fucking slams it down and then starts bashing the cage like a maniac. Like, it's like, what the fuck is going on here? This isn't a fucking grape. And then they go back and they give the first one a grape. And you can see the second one visibly, like, agitated. Like, it's it cannot figure out what's going on. It's so fucking angry. It's just like... It's unfairness in the animal world. And then they give it another cucumber and the thing <laughs> goes absolutely apeshit. Like, it's it's... It's one of the funniest videos ever. I'll show it to you after the but podcast. But wasn't he saying that there is no fairness in the animal world? Like they they don't look at things in terms of fair and well, not we, fair? Fairness is definitely a social construct. But it must just be uh, monkeys because they're closer to... What is fair? Even in a fair situation, someone gets... Well, obviously that monkey thought that it wasn't fair, that the other one was getting a grape and it was getting the cucumber, correct? They both agreed but the keep monkeys in mind, are that assholes. Could, that could also be because of the construct of being given grapes all the time and living in a cage do you know what i mean like a monkey out in the wild that has to fight for shit might never get a grape because a bigger monkey's hanging over the grape tree like fuck you asshole and all You're the girls the all the girls like the guy with the best food so it's it that's the same it's it's inherent in their genealogy to like uh be jealous because it, it, it helps them mate to have that unfairness i think he was right yeah. ethic or whatever in it I'm not going to lie. I listen to this one at like five in the morning. So. But it was just ridiculous. Like monkeys suck. And uh, if someone kills a monkey, don't feel bad because that monkey would kill you. Well, the chimp and the birthday cake, that ended like horribly, right? Horribly. When somebody got in like their face eaten or something? No, that monkey got killed by all the other monkeys. The monkey. Oh, it was the monkey the that monkey. got killed. Right. So what happened was they brought one chip. Uh, now, I, now I remember what you're talking about. They brought one chimp a birthday cake for its birthday. Well, they had raised it and then it got out yes. of control and then they Yeah. So they brought it, it a cake. Yeah, yeah. And it ate the cake while all the other monkeys watched it eat a cake. Now, here's where the story gets a really weird twist. I almost feel like humans definitely intervened. Someone left a cage open, miraculously, and all the monkeys killed this monkey. <laughs> and then behind the corner, you see Darren Brown. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was picturing more Kamar. I was picturing more like a... I was picturing a monkey in a security guard suit being handed a pile of bananas from one of the monkeys in a cage, like... You got this? Yeah, I got this. Yeah. Like, those those monkeys got to worry for like the next, I don't know, six months that Darren Brown's popping up somewhere in, the, for in sure. their enclosure. Yeah. From the makers Ron, of the push. how did you feel? How did you feel? Yeah. The they bring in the cake. monkey. He's still alive. It was a dummy monkey that you beat to death. So yeah, uh, monkeys are horrible. And I also found out I, all my life until this episode, always thought it was orangutan. Orangutan. Orangutan? Orang, but it's orangutan. Orang, it's orangutan. It's tan. There's yeah. no G. There's no G at the end. Yeah. But I thought it was orangutan. So, I mean. Well, you, you know, just I learned say something this, really important. I want to say I this learned something you just, huge. You just brought this up, and I'm going to jump ahead. I don't care. But it's this is a this is the most important quote of the week for me, and it has exactly to do with this, was Eric Weinstein, Weinstein excuse me, saying, our being apes has a very deep consequence. That fucked me right up. And it goes to what we're saying. Cause like, Sorry, I missed that. Repeat that for me. 
He said our being apes has a very deep consequence. Yeah, that's great. And yeah, that, and it goes to what we're talking about. What I'm what I'm saying is like the fact that we are from them because you're sitting here like monkeys are terrible. They're fucking assholes. Chimps are terrible, and we so, know that, right? So, and so are people. No, but that's the point is because we are from them and we're not that far removed. We have so much capability for evil and shitty things still within us that we don't. We often try to like suppress and fight it, which is good, obviously. But it's still right there at the surface was my point. And that was like a big takeaway for me when I, I, I had to rewind and hear him say it like six times but for you, it to really resonate. You did just like, jump Fuck. ahead to Weinstein. Yeah. Okay, but it, we're talking about the monkeys that Whipple was bringing up. So it's, it's, it's a fine segue. And yeah. we can't run this like a Nazi camp here. Okay? No, 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 no. I, I was just being clear when you said him. References. If you're referring back to uh, Vaughn. No, well, it's because we were talking Bill. about Whipple bringing in the monkeys because we were talking about the monkey experiment. So what I'm saying is... Weinstein's quote has exactly to do with that because he's talking about how these monkeys are terrible, terrible, and the weird shit they do. Like again, like jealousy, killing a monkey over getting a. Mm-hmm. We all feel that, you know? except like, for bonobos who just fuck all the time. Yeah, and I feel I'm more of a bonobo monkey. Yeah, but think about Why, it. Why you don't yeah. feel jealousy, Kamar? No, no envy ever. Stop. No. Hear me out, though, Kamar. I, I don't believe. Hear that. me out. Bonobos are super happy because. There's mates everywhere, and they can just fuck everyone. So you're saying you're a bonobo? Can you just go and fuck anyone you want? Well, I'm well, telling there's you, there's Tinder. What I w- but you you have to. There has to be another bonobo on Tinder that's like, oh, I like that big red ass. The only <laughs> thing I was disappointed in this podcast for is because I was listening for it, and uh, I mean, it's the only reason I listen to Joe Rogan is to have one guy come on and make a crazy, logical, sound Teflon excuse for polyamory, you know, and. Uh, well, this guy didn't. He this was guy like, didn't. He no, was against, he was against it, it. And so I was like, "Fuck you, buddy." Well, Chris Ryan's for it. So well, well, this well, is where this where I was introduced to the concept. So when he brought it up, I was like, "But this guy's gonna seal the deal," and he did not. No, so he was the opposite. Don't listen to that for that. But it was just super. <laughs> That's super what you're looking for. Yeah, interesting. Oh, oh, seal penis, seal penis, seal penis, seal penis. They were crazy with <laughs> Did you guys remember the seal penis exchange? I can't believe it was us. That's seal us. penises, That's all Canada. Yes, yeah, seal penises, seal penises. Yeah. Yes, seal penises. And it was a, and it was a Canadian tie-in because it was guys up north yeah. who were trying to get the seal penises. It was. And the insecurity of men that kill uh, rhinoceroses, they got all into that and the testosterone. Oh yeah, it was. Well, it was an interesting question about the whole um, work wife thing. Where would you rather? If you're married or if you have a girlfriend, would you rather if your girl cheated on you once with some dude she doesn't know at all? Yeah. Or, or if it had been going on for like years. But they had never done anything. They had a, it was, they had like an intimate relationship an intimate, and were like in love, in, but had never. They were in love, but had never, never been together. Exactly. Yeah. But they were in love. The, like the point was, it was someday going to lead to. I'd rather her fall in love. But, but, that but, pussy is mine. But there was a yeah, stat. I disagree. There was a stat. I think I'd go the other it was way. No, I don't know where. I don't know where I am. Sec- for the sexes, right? Sorry. Yeah, the it, stat it, I think it, was it, women it, felt stronger one way and men felt correct. stronger women the other. Women felt yeah. stronger towards uh, a longer, long-term deeper relationship. relationship where men felt stronger towards it happening just the once. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or was it the other way around? It might have been the other way around. And it's such. It gets into such sticky territory. Uh, if any gender talks talk about because they're talking so specifically about animals, you know what I mean? What was your answer to that question? Which bothers me more? What would, what would bother you prefer? You? What would you prefer for if your you, girl to if fall you in love? To, and no, I, I think I'd prefer them just to fuck one off than uh, yeah, I agree to be uh, 
uh, confiding in someone else or something. But uh, or just to like want to hang out with that person more than they want to hang out with you. I don't know. It's well, that well that's that's the bottom line, right? I'm it's not like they're the fucking that person all the time. But everyone everyone is looking for someone that they think wants to hang out there more than anyone else. Not that you can always do it, but you, you're my favorite person. You're my, that, that's sort of what you want from a mate, right? Someone you're always happy to see and someone you, you miss when you're not with them. Yeah. I, so yeah. I, I, we're, oh, all the <laughs> we're all on the same page there. Deep. We're all on the same page there. Someone's definitely catching feelings. Low no, I'm, st- I'm still trying to explore polyamory. But, I, but I'm, not, I'm not getting the data. For yourself. Well, why don't you just go into uh, Mormonism? Mormonism. That's like acceptable polyamory for you. Yeah, I, I, I you don't want five wives. That sounds like you got to walk around hawking Bibles for five years before you start getting all the pussy. And there go all Good our point. Mormon fans. We have nobody. We had none of those. Yeah. Nobody. We had none of those. Fair enough. But yeah, this guy. He, I think he was Canadian. With the seal penis. But he, the, the seal penis guy. But Va- he, Van Hoppel. Van Hoppel. And was I don't at, think he was Canadian. He, he was at, well, he was at the University of it's Queensland in Australia. Australian. What but he wasn't Australian. Oh, he wasn't Australian. Gotcha. So what? Only Canadians go to Australia. No, I, I'm assuming he's a uh, Canadian. He he had an English. He had a. He was either American or Canadian. Like his accent. I mean, we can Google it real quick. Was whatever, but um, super interesting. What was his name? Friedrich, Friedrich von Hitler. No, no, von Hippel. <laughs> it's uh, William von Hippel. Uh, the uh, the idea that raw food versus cooked food and your nose tells you when something is totally totally made sense right to, me. to eat. Yeah, like raw no. food doesn't smell as good as cooked food. Of course not. And that's it's just a because it's, it doesn't taste as good as cooked food. It's it's so amazing what all these guys are working on and think about in. Everyone's caught up with their problems and stuff. That's what I always get out of Joe Rogan. And then the whole time he was talking, he was talking about all his theories about men. And I was just waiting for Joe to say the stoned ape theory. And then it came because I was actually interested to hear this guy's opinion on it. I was too. Yeah. Of course, he had never heard of it before, which was odd. If Joe says stoned ape theory, he's eventually going to get to uh, DMT. (laughs) Like that. Yeah, that topic brings up a fifty-minute repetition. Did uh, he was talking about the panther that gets high on the um, ayahuasca? Though, did you? Yes, yes. Did, have you seen that video? Yeah, it's, and it's pretty, all just rolled it's down pretty crazy. It. Yeah. Well, it just means that it is something to it. Like, um, I hate to interrupt. He's American. Thank you. So there he is. He's sure American. He born in Iowa. He's American, working in uh, Australia. You know what's funny? His name is so fucking German that the Wikipedia I pulled up was in German. <laughs> I'm not even I'm not joking you I'm not surprised His name The Vaughn The oh, yeah. Vaughn is a, That's a dead giveaway yeah. And then all the um, Octopus talk Yeah but I'm surprised Joe didn't bring it up Because I read an article That um, They think Octopuses are Alien from outer space. Right. Well, I, I saw You've that. read that too? You've seen I, that? I read that article. I don't know how many people actually think that's a legitimate... Well, it's uh, a hypothesis is mm-hmm. what I'm saying. I, I'm not saying I give it a lot of... Oh, clout. you're just I'm, surprised that Joe wouldn't have mentioned that that's a hypothesis? I don't know if that's something he's even... Uh, maybe he hasn't seen it. It was my point. But I, yeah, I, I would assume that if he had seen it, he would have brought it up. I mean, they're insanely smart, which obviously they talked about a bunch, but... Crazy. Can't... One do a Rubik's Cube. Am I misremembering this? I wouldn't be surprised. They lock, they put one in a jar. Have you ever seen that? And it unscrews the lid. That fucked me it right is up. I was like, mental. I'm so glad I live on land. Because well, that thing, and the, they're right about the sharks too. why I don't go into the ocean. 100%. Like, I, I, 
100%. It's like outer space, the ocean. Yeah, I and mean, they talk about that too. Do they talk about that? Or maybe it's in Weinstein, but yeah, Joe says, it's remember Joe's like, this Joe's week. like, yeah. we're, we're trying to figure out what's in space. We There's all this shit down there that we have no idea about. It's true. They, it's crazy. Yeah, no, the, the deep depths are... Some of the giant squid down there that fight the whales, like no, holy but like I said, shit. they 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 had that octopus at the zoo that was eating all the sharks, and they couldn't figure oh, out. Oh yeah, that's crazy. They that was a crazy story. Couldn't figure out where the sharks were going. Yeah, but I read that previously. It's nuts. I texted you guys. So I said I want to get a oh an octopus. Mascot. Yeah, like I obviously I, I'm just in agreement totally. But well, we, we've got to get a tank. And I an have a tank at my house that I'm trying to get rid of. It's a 50 liter square tank. It fits in the corner. So, Matt, if you want that, I'm we could probably get an octopus. octopus. Why not? Because I'd wake up with that thing on my fucking face. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Right, you would. I'd be like Bagley or whatever his fucking name was. You'll just have to make sure that Mary always puts like a heavy book on top of the tank. No, I can figure that shit out. It would read the book and, and get it, smarter. Guaranteed. 100%. Do a keyhole. <laughs> the fucking. Next thing you know, it's reading to me at night. Fuck that. Yeah, octopus talk <laughs> is, is is just the best. That and the cuttlefish. Cause, uh, oh, I love cuttlefish, They always too, go yeah. off with the um, camouflage powers they possess. Well, it is nuts. So is that it for Whipple? Uh, no, I got a couple more things. All right, let's hear um, Let's see. I was really just... The, the stuff that got me was the rock throwing, some of the ape stuff. Right off the top, yeah, they just got into it. Oh, yeah, it. They, they talk about testicle size a lot. Tons. I just, said it, yeah. it was the yeah. cock talk show. Did oh, 100%. Testicle. And there's a there's a big West Indian people that have the biggest balls. I want to I wanna go there to see like what they're kind of rolling with, man. This is the second time you've mentioned looking at dudes junk this podcast. And it's going to get me killed. But it's funny that uh, gorillas have tiny little nuts, eh? <laughs> they have tiny penises. As oh, well, he said gorillas well. have really yeah. small testicles, yeah. As a, but as he a said, chi- doesn't chimps have small dicks but huge balls? Big Isn't balls. Yeah. And they just throw it around, especially the bonobos. Yeah. Yeah. My, favorite. My favorite. I'd like to come back as a bonobo. You just want to fuck Or Justin Bieber's penis. You want to come back as a penis? <laughs> have a good run, man. Fair he, enough. He wears nice clothes. I'd rather come back as like a a horse saddle at like an all-female nudist colony. <laughs> 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 That's very interesting. You get wiped off a lot. <laughs> Jesus, I'm assuming. Simon, what else do you have for Whipple? Because uh, I think I, Kamara and I are all tapped well, out. Here. We can end it with that if you want. Or the saddle. Can, okay, yeah. that's a strong ender right there. Perfect. But we, I think we all say recommend anyone who's interested in civilization. Oh, uh, there was just so much that went on. It was this is uh, a good one. Yeah, not a lot of bro why, science. Why either. we domesticated certain animals over others. You why know. why cows are a deity in India? Yeah. Evolution. If you want to know about evolution stuff, this is just a, a great podcast to hop into. And it's like two and a half hours, I think. So it was a good one. I like this crazy one. Good. I give it four Jamies. Four Jamies. There we go. Way better than Shane Dorian. We're all in agreement. Way, Way better, better than, than Shane. Shane Dorian. Agreed. All right. 1202. All right. Joe B. Fred Morin and David McMillan. 1203. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. It's actually, I think the, the, the hardest part about this podcast was their accents. Because like a Southern accent makes you sound stupid. A broken French accent can make you sound oh, stupid. And there goes the light for Quebec. Yeah, this has <laughs> just been a real show ender. No, I'm just, obviously I'm joking around, but those guys, I mean, 
Let's not forget this is Joe's favorite restaurant. So they're on the show. Well, I thought Simon would be a fan because they have a apocalypse shelter up north. Well, I did like that. I knew you would like that. I did like that a lot. Um, How do you guys feel about eating horse? No problem. No problem eating horse. Do it up. Matt? I would just... I don't care, but I would rather not because there's other viable meat that I would... You know what I mean? Like, I just... Right. You would eat the horse if you had to, but you're not going out of your way to eat horse. 100%. Yes. If I'm dying, I will eat... Why wouldn't you? I'd eat a human if I'm dying. And I don't have a huge problem if other people want to eat horse. I just personally don't want to eat animals that are of use to me, I guess. Does that make sense? No, because a horse is of no... Like, I can't really see... Well, it goes back to what we were saying the podcast before, like why certain animals became pets and why they didn't, right? Like, dogs are useful to you because they helped you hunt. Cats are useful to you because they took care of the pests in your house, you know? Horses are useful to you because they carry you across country and they pull Pull. your wagons and shit. Yeah, but that's no longer the case. Cows are not useful to you because they just fucking go in the field and fuck. eat grass yeah. you know so you have no problem gobbling down their steaks but again uh, what i'm saying That's to you right. is at this stage in your life in this day and age a horse also has no use to you. right are- but if we needed the zombie apocalypse shelter you would then, want a horse well no i'm just saying then maybe the discussion of eating horse comes into play well at that point you're eating anything i, I see what you're but saying he says you need the horse for the apocalypse so you, you can't eat it i disagree i would not want a horse for the apocalypse it's one extra thing that can be bit and then you have a fucking zombie horse running around your compound Listen, didn't think of that did you, you simon i have thought of that kamar you may need that horse to get to <laughs> kamar, your his fucking punk band is called shelter. zombie horse <laughs> that's a great punk it's band little name. horse actually. <laughs> tiny horse tiny horse, tiny horse. Yeah. my bad my bad um what's the craziest thing uh, either of you have ever eaten a Burger King hamburger. Oh, here we go. Outside of Rigo. <laughs> <laughs> the worm and the tequila. That Burger bottle. King is terrible. No, it's terrible. It's like little Mogadishu. I've had Ofal. Like O-fall? tripe. Oh, yeah, brain. I've had that. Well, terrible. you've had haggis. I've I guess, yeah. Haggis. I mean, that's yeah. your, isn't that your family dish? That's, 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 yeah, that's very traditional. I've that's had, I've had haggis. And, uh, I've had, um, like fresh mutton. Oh, no. What's the pie? That's it's a blood goat. pie. Or blood, blood pie, blood sausage, yeah. Yeah, I've tried that, and that's it. I've had liver. I've had it all. Like, I mean, have you ever had alligator? Uh, yeah. No. At uh, Big Daddy's? No, no, I had it in Australia. Mm. I think I had kangaroo in kangaroo. Vancouver. I kangaroo as well down there. Bison? I've had a bison burger. Down under. Have you guys ever tried elk or anything like that? Not that I want to talk venison. about. Venison? Uh, I've, I've had venison, I've, like yeah, pepperettes. Venison, venison, venison duck. steak. I've had Rabbit. A, I've had a bear burger. But you've never had, like, an elk steak like Joe makes? Rabbit is really good. I've never had what Joe has, but I'm just me, so... I don't deserve I guess that. rabbit would be, because that's like a cute one. I've had rabbit, yeah. I've, I've rabbit. It just tastes like chicken. Yeah, it's beautiful. I love rabbit. Rabbit? Yeah, rabbit exactly it's a, it's like a little chicken. gamier. Escargot's kind of weird. The snails? Yeah. Mm. I don't fuck with anything. That's easy. I mean, I don't, I don't I, like it personally, but I do, I've eaten it. Before. I fuck with all that shit. Mm-hmm. But they were, um, once you get over their accent, they're really cool, nice guys. And uh, one of the huge things is how the guy came out about how he's uh, quit drinking. But that must be really hard working in a restaurant. Like if, I don't oh, know. Oh, for you know, sure. But, yeah, really hard. Yes, I do like, know. Well, yeah, you, exactly. <laughs> you, you know how it's like it's a crazy proposition. And they I were did like, it, though. It's, they it's were tough. like, it um, tough, you shouldn't go back to the restaurant after he, he kicked drinking. That's what his AA sponsor said. And uh, he's now. Taste- I mean, he's a pussy for going to AA. Well, whatever. Whatever it takes to, to, to get there. But I mean, it worked out for him and. 
No, no, of course. If it, if you have to do something to get there, that's fine. I just to me, AA is very like very fucking preachy on the Christian stuff. Yeah, yeah. The I think steps. maybe you know you need that as like your kickstart, and then you can listen. Like I said, if you need you. whatever you need to get whatever. off of whatever's whatever holding takes. you back, that's whatever fine. Takes. Do it. Like I I had Mary as a support, so that helped. Without her, I probably would still be drinking. So there. Mm-hmm. And now, yeah, so you stopped drinking, but you had a drink or you can drink once in a while. No, no, no. I didn't. I didn't have a single drink for four and a half years. Did you did you feel that um... now I will do one shot a night if it's like a special occasion? Like last night was Jared's birthday. Oh, I interrupted him. Last night was my buddy's birthday. I did a shot. You know what I mean? Um, But did you feel anything that 16 weeks he was talking about? Because I'd be like four months around. Because he just said it, it. That's when he felt sober, like uh, a clarity, and he seemed happier. Because I, I, I know how. I think it came quicker depressing. than that. I'd say. I'd say after like a month, I felt like cleansed. Yeah, felt better, and not dealing with the highs and the lows of it. Well, so you just feel system. more. I mean, yeah. Again, you're just not hung over, which is really the kicker. And you have no guilt. If you, I find if I drink too much, I'm like, what did I do, or do, did that happen? And well, you you should yeah, know sure. that if you got drunk, you said something you probably didn't want to say. You arguably there's a good chance you did something you didn't want to do. And you eliminate all that out of your life. If you That's don't it. Drink. Yeah, you you really the problem the problem then becomes you have to take stock. You have to take responsibility for everything you do. You, were, you stuff comes back. Well, I used to have a good crutch. I was always drunk, so I could you know if I fucked up, I'd be like, well, <laughs> what did you expect? Whereas now, like anytime I fuck up, there's only me to look at. So it's tough. It's been so it's been the better. Whatever. So yeah, I like I like that they were really candid about his uh, his addiction to alcohol. Sad when they start talking about Tony. I was so sad they bring out, you know, think about him and uh, yeah. I just thought commiserate. that was all a downer, man. Yeah, yeah, but 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 but, like I said, I their accents were sort of bugging me, and then when I realized this is Joe's favorite restaurant. And if you if you do care about food and stuff, you'll love this episode because they go into lots of old school preparations and they know how to make everything. You don't think so? I don't know. I I found that. I the, mean, Simon's into food. Have you been I, to Joe? I, I feel I've like Simon's into food. I've been to Joe Beef. And yeah. Was it amazing? I don't it think. Was, I mean, mm. it, it's not my favorite restaurant. It, it wasn't. It was, your it was neat. It Kamar, was neat, I think you, know you have. Did you know it was Joe's favorite restaurant when you went? Oh, I know he had been there. I don't know if it's actually his favorite oh, no. restaurant, though. He said in this podcast. Oh, yeah? I mean, yeah, they were the right in front of The two owners were right yeah. in front of him. What was so he going to say? I actually prefer Lago. Oh, I think the... he would. Because they were talking about steakhouses there, or like what makes the best No, I, I found that the, um, just getting off actual Joe B for a second and back to the episode, it was the interesting things they started to talk about, they stopped talking about, like the fish wars and the mushroom mafia. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, they the, just totally glazed over. He just threw a couple stories out, but could have had just like a, a couple whole stories. Big no thing. stories. He just kind of mentioned it, and then they well, were just, gone off to you he, know they they talked a lot about their like personal life. Yeah, whereas yeah. I wish they had talked more about you know some of the really interesting things. They could have talked about the maple and, syrup, uh, right? All sorts embargo. of conglomerate. Yeah, we got well, some neat things going on in Canada. You know, you yeah. know what it feels like? It feels like we got Dale Arn Junior. Dale Earnhardt yes. Junior. Yes, it got real emotional. But, I would uh, rather have listened to Dale Earnhardt Jr.'s than this one, for sure. I would rather have listened yes. to Shane Dorian. That goes without yes. saying. Oh, Shane Dorian, yes. I would. Yes. I didn't listen to this podcast. Yes. I told you. I got 20 yes. minutes in, and I was like, I'll leave this to Kamar and Simon. couple of but interesting cool bits of information. Um, the sustainable crab harvest, I thought, was very interesting. 
so they take the crabs out. They take one arm off them and toss them back in. The crab's arm regrows. When they catch it the next time, they take the opposite arm. They throw it back in. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, well, that's the thing. I mean, they're doing everything. Well, they're not doing that. I'm saying that's a thing. That's but, a... but these guys are, are doing everything to run really nice restaurants, like the right way, ethically, in, in a lot of ways. You know, like they want to have a 20 seat restaurant in Vegas. Mm-hmm. That, I, I thought that was kind of neat. Not in Vegas. They want to do it by the Vermont border. Oh, the, okay. Yeah. Sorry, that I think that's where they want to do it, but they, they got, got an offer. No, to do a real restaurant yeah. in Vegas, not a 20 seater, like a 200. And they want to do a 20 seater. They wanted to do a 20 seater on so, the top floor. Yeah. I, I just think they're they're cool entrepreneurs and and they they keep it real. So. Um, um, you and, can survive and, for twenty four. Sorry, commercial. Sorry, just to just to amend it. Uh, when I speak French, I sound really stupid. So. Oh wow! Let's there's get, some backtracking going on. Well, let's get Quebec back in here, there's man. They already left. Going. They're already gone. It's they, too late. They, they, they stopped listening they at, at minute forty six. Hopefully, they're hopefully they're two paragraphs into their complaint email, <laughs> and now they're and now they're highlighting everything. Like, ah, oh, maybe we'll give them a Those chance. Let's go right to Kamar. Frère Jacques, Jante Frère Jacques, So yeah, you can survive for twenty four hours on three oysters. Did I hear that correctly on this podcast? Yeah, that's what right. That? Hold on. What but that, what does that mean? That's not your feet. You can survive on I, was, I can survive for 24 hours with nothing. Yeah, so where does the three oysters come in? Yeah, you must have heard that wrong. I, I think I could survive for three days with nothing. Maybe it was three days. I think it was seven days. Maybe it was seven days. Water, you probably All of made. those sound like amazing feats to me. <laughs> like, I just don't... Well, need- I just didn't understand. You could you could survive twenty four hours on three oysters. Listen, like- man, I was trying to find anything good about this podcast. No, this podcast like- was a half Jamie out of five for the twenty minutes I gave it. Just cook everything with lots of butter and serve with love, and oh, they're great. So we're moving on. Yeah, I mean that's that's got that's it for. That. If you like food, you'll love this podcast. Thanks for listening. I'm sorry for when I pissed you, off. You you managed to keep all the chefs that were our fans. Good work. Let's move on. Yeah. Okay. Twelve oh three is your boy. Boop, Eric boop, Weinstein. Five out of five JBs. You know he has a lazy eye. I'm going to start it with that. Super he, distracting. He, he does look weird for a smart guy. And imagine he had a southern accent. <laughs> he'd be no. He'd be living in a fucking trailer if he had a southern so accent. So just so everybody wasn't as confused as I am, this was not. Brent Weinstein. Brent Weinstein, who was the Evergreen College dude. This was his this smarter his brother. brother. Keep Eric. in mind, we were all confused by that. Yeah. No, well, no I wasn't. That, I wasn't. That, I that had me going for a while. I knew. I'm an expert, though, so I don't blame you guys. Well, no, because I read, I read mathematician and physicist, and I was like, and his this guy's a biologist. Well, yeah, okay. And then, I, But I watched the first bit of it live, and that's when I clued in, obviously, because... Brett Weinstein dyes his hair. So just before, oh, sorry. No, no, that's it. Just before we get too deep into the, the richness of this podcast, I just wanted to, so he states right at the beginning that he thinks Joe is bulletproof, right? Like, no, you know, he's not, he doesn't have the sponsors that he's cowtailing to. He says what he wants. Well, no, they have a long, that's later on. I mean, they have a discussion about it because he, he talks about Tucker Carlson was mentioning that, Someone who had a podcast didn't have to answer to the higher. Dave Rubin. Right. Right. Dave, Dave Rubin. Yes, right. thank you, Kamar. Yeah, no, I guess more my point was Joe is also really nice. Do you know what I mean? He's not. He's not a dick. So it's. Yeah, but he couldn't. If he was a dick, he wouldn't get people on a show. So it's kind of. It, it'd be mm-hmm. counterintuitive for the show. Well, what do you mean? Because uh, what's his fucking name? 
Steven Crowder? No, uh, on HBO there. Uh, Bill Maher? Bill Maher is a dick, and he gets tons of people on his show. I believe they get paid. I believe that is what you call a paid appearance. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's on, it's nationally syndicated. So, I mean, you have more, I would say you, if you're selling a book, you have more reason to go on Bill Maher than maybe Joe Rogan. You guys might disagree with me, but I would still say that television gets more eyes on you than Joe Rogan's podcast. If you pull up the numbers right now, I the, guarantee you Bill Maher's ratings are higher than Joe Rogan's. The only reason I, I would disagree with that, Matt, is because you can re-listen to Joe Rogan that episode. Or watch. Or watch just repeatedly. I have HBO on demand. I can watch. I'm just saying, if that's your right, intention. But, but I think that's you're wrong. not everybody. If you have HBO, it's on demand. So if you can watch Bill Maher, you can watch it on demand. That was my only point. Right. I, and, think, I think you're wrong, though. Well, no, I don't think I'm wrong because we, we we saw the other day he has 3 million subscribers. We don't know that all of them are listening to every episode. I would say that real time probably gets 2 million viewers. No? A million viewers? I, and and I, I think a million viewers is, is really good. Like, that's the high end. Just uh, the, the nature of TV now. And you'd have to factor in the on-demand numbers. But, like, TV isn't what it used to be. Uh, it'd be nice sure, to know but that I, is. I'm still saying I still don't think that podcasts are where you think they are either. I'm just saying... If you have an agent, hear me out. If you have an agent and you say to your agent, I have the choice today to do Joe Rogan's podcast or Real Time with Bill Maher, your agent every time is going to tell you to go do Bill Maher. Well, unless you're a right wing, and your then publicist. you're going to get set up on Bill No, but Maher you know what? Like okay, I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about, I don't think, I don't agree with that. Eric Bannon went on and he looked fine. But, and they talked about that because they only talked for 10 minutes. Like he, 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 Steve Bannon, I believe you mean. Sorry, Steve. Eric yeah. Banna is a. The no, I said Eric Bannon, but either way, yeah, yeah Steve, Steve Bannon. Bannon yeah. No, but I love Steve Bannon, so um, I was disappointed that interview. I saw it on on Bill Maher. What do you mean you love Steve Bannon? Uh, well, he's just a really smart guy. Like I, I don't. I, maybe he's a super racist guy, but I know that he uh, he made a lot of money and he knows how to. So hold on, you don't care about someone's racism if they're smart. Well, he he, he loves the I'm Jews, just curious. so I don't know who he's racist he against. Loves the, and, well, and hold on, but wait, you can be racist against one group and still love another. Like you can what, be racist and love is he the against, Jews. He's against black people. Listen, I'm not I'm not convinced he's against anyone. Exactly, I'm not convinced he's against anyone. But everyone paints as, as a Hitler. He's this racist guy. Well, hear me out. If listen, he chose, he actively chose, he decided he was going to make Trump the president. Exactly. So he's he knows something, and but that's my warning, point. Is if I, don't get bad at Trump, get bad at Bannon because he got him. He got him. Yeah, but my that's why I'm saying is he's. I don't think he's a great dude if he's if he's actively like I'm. Wow. Gonna, I'm going to get this guy elected. I don't. I don't care about intention or whatever. It's just what he can. He's an effective person, human being. Like I respect that. Uh, whether it's against my side or for my side. So but Kumar uh, on record just said um, he doesn't care that Steve Bannon might be a racist. He's a smart guy and he likes him. But what? But the reason we got there is because... What segment we, does that lose well, for no, us? What demographic does that lose we got, for us? We, we got there, though, by discussing whether Bill Maher and Joe Rogan, who has more viewership, and he's got, like, watches a million on, on YouTube, but, like, hundreds of millions of downloads. Like, I, I think he's blown Bill out of the water now. You can't look at that, though. You can't. Okay. Oh, you can't. You can't. This, because so we, then you would have to say, okay, Bill Maher's been on television for 20 years. How many watches has he had? It's arguably over 100 million. Well, I'm sure he had way more watches on his 
politically incorrect show. Like that. That's back when he but was that, big. But that was on bigger. cable television. Huge difference. How many people watch HBO though? Not as know. many as watch cable because cable's including your package. I have to pay an extra stupid amount of money for HBO. And what show do you pay for that for? Uh, I like the on demand. I go back and watch like The Wire, Sopranos. Fair enough. What's that James Franco one where he plays twins? That's a good one. Okay. Yeah, that's good. That's good What's reason. it called? The... So we got off topic there. We got to get back there. I was just so trying much to say to something nice about Joe just to start off the episode, man. Oh, I was going to say something not so nice about Joe to start. So, uh, this is, it's not so much joking. not nice, but this is a point I did find. You guys will disagree with me as you usually do, but do you ever get the feeling that sometimes when Joe doesn't know something, he he asks the guest to explain it under the guise of like, I know this, but you explain it to the to the layman so that they know. Oh, those moments happened a plenty. Oh, with Eric Weinstein. That's what I'm saying. There was a ton of times where he was like, "Explain what that explain comp to to the people I at ju- home." I just take that more as he maybe doesn't know enough to explain it to us. Sure, but then include but include something. About but my it. point is, include we'll yourself in there too. Like, just just have the balls to be like, "Can you explain that to all of us who don't know?" Oh, you don't? Okay, wow, wow, whatever. Yeah, uh, sometimes I'm going to fucking criticize Joe Rogan. My, my only criticism of this episode is there are a lot of visual components. And there's a lot of times that they're doing stuff. And I know I watched it and listened to it. Mm-hmm. And so that might be frustrating because they, they, they bring up a lot of stuff, especially when they're doing the uh, Escher stairway and all that stuff just to know what they're talking about. And sometimes you don't realize, but they're sort of staring at it. So it's, it's sort of dead air to, to, yeah. to what's mm-hmm. happening. So, But I, if you had told me before sitting down, to this episode that they were going to talk about Dan Bilzerian. I would have told you you were a fucking liar. Agreed. Question. Yeah. Why do you think that Dan Bilzerian bothers us so much? You know what I mean? Like, Who is he, is he bothering? Well, he bothers lots. Not us, per se, the three of us, but just in general. Jealousy. Like, it's just envy, jealousy. Envy. But why do, why do people even fucking care? Because like, I guess on Instagram he's putting in your face. That's how they feel. Listen, I don't follow Dan Bilzerian specifically because when I do see a photo he's posted, it does bother me. Because he's got a big gun and a hot chick and a wicked car and not Yeah, I'm like, fuck this guy. Just because you don't have it. Yeah. I'm like, this asshole has everything. Fuck him. Yeah. He lets you know that you... And I don't so much care about like the harem of hot chicks, but like, I just... Freedom is what I enjoy the thought of. And it feels like he does exactly everything he wants to do. Have you seen his That's house? What ma- yeah, and the, they show a photo of it. it uh, oh no, I've seen a, a vlog. Someone went to a party in it. Yeah, like it looks like a basketball stadium. Like it's just it's insane. A spaceship. It's it's insane. He's living the best life ever, and that's why people hate him. I, I mean, love that's how why I hate I Shane love, Dorian. I love how Joe's like, did he post his fucking address? <laughs> and Joe's like, why would he post his address? Well, Jamie makes a really good point. Like, nobody's getting anywhere close to his house. It's probably behind, like, yeah, a, of course. He's got sniper know, rifles a wall and everything. bigger than the one Donald Trump wants to build between Mexico. And I'm sure Dan Bilzerian's also had, I'm sure after he posted that, hot girls he's never met just showed up and buzzed the door. And he was probably like, yeah, okay, come on in. I'll pop a cup of Viagra, do some coke, let's do this. 48 hours later. There's a bunch of girls in Get Ottawa. There's house. a bunch of girls from Ottawa that are on his boat all the time. Really? Yeah, Queen Frankie. She's got like 2 million followers. She went to Carlton. You learn something new every day. I wanted to say uh, off the start, I never realized, or I guess maybe I knew it, how paranoid Joe is. Because they're talking about, Eric Weinstein's talking about uh, high heels. And then Joe's the like, tie? oh, yeah, you, you can't wear high heels. Can't run away from a wolf in high heels. Like, that's going to happen. <laughs> and then... Eric Weinstein comes back and goes, yeah, but you wear a tie. He goes, a tie? Yes, I was going to 
choke you with that. Like yeah. he, he's always looking out, someone's going to get him. Is exactly my notes. And he and he's so nice, but like Joe, who's after you? But everything you do, well, that could kill you. Well, that's what he said. He's like, uh, so Joe, do you ever have to wear ties? He's like ties? No, somebody could grab onto that and just pull me yeah. right towards him. And ties smash don't me even rip. <laughs> you can't rip a tie. If, if someone gets a hold of you with a tie, you're done. Listen, if, I think the same way. Zombie apocalypse, man. It's like, what are you going to have on you? If you're wearing a leather jacket, you might as well be in a casket. <laughs> <laughs> he just kept going on and I was like Joe Joe's scared of the world he shouldn't be everyone loves him but I thought that was really funny I thought it was interesting that high heels were started for men yes they were started like, to make men like Tom Cruise taller just like wigs anything the patriarchy ruins everything and now they're fucking up women's legs and stuff but do you guys notice if a girl wears heels pardon me do you notice if a girl girls wear wear heels I do you notice it? Like, whoa! Oh, I, I, beside I, the fact that they're taller. That's I don't. A weird th- question. I don't think I don't it know. does anything for me. Is that what you're asking? Like, does it? Nah, I don't care what it does for boat? you. Just like, do you, like, oh yeah. I mostly notice, like Joe notices. I can't believe she's walking around in those. It seems ridiculous. Because I notice at parties after three hours, most of the girls are walk around without their heels on. Yeah, heels for off. sure. Because it's not practical at all. It's not fun for anyone. I feel bad, but if. Their legs do look different, I guess. I don't know if it's better or worse. I, really I don't can't know. Tell. Good question. I, I I don't know. I don't care either. A world without heels, I wonder what it'd be like. <laughs> Much like the swimmer, I just don't care. And I, I also thought this podcast was cool out, sort of got broken down. Like the first hour was them getting to know each other and they talked about fighting and stuff. And then it, they almost pivoted and then they started talking about physics. Okay, I got something I got to bring and that up. That went crazy. Good segue. Thank you, Kamar. I hate to cut you off too, but no, I no, will forget it and it. I didn't write it in my notes. We're feeding it. So I'll say something positive about Joe, first of all, because I know you guys like that. Uh, I, What I like about Joe when he interviews someone like um, Eric Weinstein is he's good at doing the whole like, I'm really stupid. You're going to have to put this. And he mentioned it at one point because... Halfway through that physics conversation, I was sitting there and I'm I was thinking to myself, like, I don't have even the basis knowledge of physics to where I can begin to enter this conversation on even the basis level. Like the big bang and shit, and none of this makes any sense. I'm so fucking stupid. Like I am so well, you, you might know something that Eric doesn't know though, so sure, but uh, like for all <laughs> intents and purposes, I'm really dumb and it helps You're too that, hard on yourself, buddy. No, but it helps that Joe... You're just not smart. It, it, it helps that Joe is like in there... You can laugh on the other side. It helps that Joe like kind of does that. I think he's good in that sense. Because And my point is this. If it was like Jordan Peterson interviewing <laughs> Eric Weinstein, Jordan Peterson understands everything he's saying to a degree, right? So they can just keep flowing and moving on, whereas Joe will stop and be like, hold, hold on, hold on. What are you talking about? Like, what does that mean? Well, well, he would not He would not talk during an interview with uh, Jordan Peterson because he opens for, for Jordan Peterson. No, I get, but do you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> that like, sounds funny, though, when he said that. This, I know, I agree with you completely. This one made me feel especially stupid, though, because the premise was, I'm going to explain this to you. In layman's terms. Because all these other guys couldn't. They made it too complicated, and I was so fucking lost. Well, that's the, the one thing hour, that pissed me off, hour, though. The that's the hour. one thing that pissed me off is then Joe was like, you're actually doing a really good job of explaining this to the layman. And I was sitting there going, well, how fucking dumb am I if I'm still not getting this? Because I just... No, it, Joe Joe said right at the start, 
he was totally lost. No, but at the end, Simon, towards the end of it, Joe like praises him. He's like, you're doing a really good job of. Right. I'm just saying, you know how he does the prompts at the beginning? Yeah. He says, you know, both Jamie and I were totally lost during this podcast. He did a really good job trying to explain it, but. Oh, I didn't listen to the prompt. I I watched it live. I have to take umbrage of that statement because at one point, Joe's just, his chin is on the desk. He's like trying to take it in. And he goes to Jamie. He's like, do you understand this? And Jamie's like, yeah, a little bit. Do you remember that? Yeah, but to, I mean, Jamie says, yeah, a little bit. I'm sure Jamie also has 15 open windows on Wikipedia being like, what the fuck did he just say? I mean. I- and Jamie's smart, too. That, that's not what I'm saying, Kamara. I'm just, it, it was, listen, I think they're going to try and explain this a million times. And the dullards like me and Floyd apparently just aren't going to get apparently. it. Oh, I- boys, you got me wrong. I did not understand a thing. And I felt I felt very sad. But it was more like the fact that he was saying, you know. There's only five people in the world that can even discuss this stuff. I, I know all the more so, reason why. Let's just let's not just discuss yeah, it. Yeah, let's just consider it dead it's on so Rogan. Past all of us. And, yeah, like I don't. And, and if fi- it's past all of us, then it's got to be past most the, people. The physics and to hour. Discuss then. it for an hour. It was it was forty nine minutes. But, I clocked it. But Joe was, was asking questions. Keep it going. Like well, um, no, I know. But listen, that's why I was listen. I started this off by saying I praise Joe for at least trying. I really do. Give it to Kamar. But what about what about when uh, when Joe leans in and he's because he's trying to explain the Big Bang to him? I mean, just think about that concept. Where is the universe expanding to? Because yeah. there's nothing but ah, but he goes he goes uh, he's talking about the Big Bang and Joe goes. The point zero of creation. <laughs> and Weinstein chuckles and goes, I'd groove on that after midnight. <laughs> like, you know, he throws around weird ideas and stuff. I also never expected that the harmonica would be played live on this episode. Not even for a second. If you had told me, if you had told me, Floyd, during the Weinstein episode, they're going to talk about Bill Zarian and you're going to hear a live harmonica performance, I'd probably just slap you in the face. But he brings his harmonica on for the purpose of playing, correct? Well, he, I mean, he had it in his pocket. He's yeah. one of those guys. But was that racist? <laughs> He's one of those just guys. Carries his harmonica around. With well, him? we we knew a guy. I remember a guy that used to always have a harmonica in his pocket around Nikki D's. How is it racist? He, goes, he first of all was like, white people are terrible at the harmonica. Exactly. The he said, he oh, said black people, people. Black yeah. people figured out how to make the harmonica sound cool, and they played Carmen, which I still sort of liked. But it's like, yeah, white people are lame. No, but the difference between the two. He put first of all. He didn't do any justice by playing Carmen. Uh, fair, fair enough. <laughs> like, that. That's the worst fucking song you could play. He played some like deep bluesy track first where you're like, oh, yeah. And then like the white version, you're like, well, I played Carmen. Like, fuck you. And well, it was that was a good break, though, because we were so deep in the physics and stuff and just brain bleeding. And then he brought it out with the harmonica and then they started talking about drugs and stuff. And that was cool. Listen, I drove back from Montreal at midnight. In the in a snowstorm, listening to this podcast, and I was like, I'm gonna die. I'm gonna fall asleep, and this will be it. I'm gonna die listening to a physics talk that I don't fucking understand. Well, you die smarter than you were before, <coughs> no, but feeling dumber. And oh, jo- yeah, Joe feel was high dumbish. too, eh? Jo- well, yeah, they were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's big ideas. You gotta wrap your head around. <laughs> and Joe, when he like, you can tell when he gets when he's when he's high and he's like geeking out on something. When he was talking about those ant houses. And how the ants have this system, yeah. and all the houses with their—you can just, you know, you know when you get high and you just and geek I out on. I love how many. Hold on, though. Let's also, I love how Joe will often just throw out 
bullshit uh, stats and then be like, it's probably bullshit. Like, <laughs> like you're like, well, why'd you say it then? Like, no, that's... ants answer the whole biomass, bigger biomass than humans. For sure. For sure. It's probably bullshit though. Like, well, I like that. It's, it's hedging all your bets. It's kind of like starting sentences with, with I, all I'm not due, very smart. With all due respect. Oh, yeah. And then you get to say something really insulting yeah. about that person with no respect. Yeah, yeah. Right? Or like, I'm not a racist, but right. I really don't like black people. Yeah. yeah. The, oh, something well, what, what? super racist yeah. is coming out of your mouth. And then um, after that, they were talking about um, the didgeridoo and stuff. Just drugs. And I'm telling you, I've done those drugs. The DMT. Yeah. That's That's the sound. Yeah. Well, the worst part, that's too, is sound. I'm driving home from Montreal in oh. a trance. And then the Dude. didgeridoo comes on. Yeah. And I'm like... This is it. Yeah. I might even be dead right now. But that there's you some... must have thought you're in heaven. No, yeah, I thought I was like I could be going towards the light. There's something about that noise, though. There's there's something about it that's so yeah. It's, it brings out something like deep within you. Yeah. Well, you, I'm telling you, when you do DMT, you hear that. That's I believe sort it. of same sound, and it's just it's it's always nice to hear Joe talk they about They talked it about animals stuff. a lot. Well, yeah, they talked about glow-in-the-dark bunny rabbits. Well, that was crazy. And boys, I'm getting a glow-in-the-dark <laughs> penis. What we, do you think? I think it's a terrible idea. Well, you can never, you, you then never have an excuse for missing the vag. Oh, that's my butt. Yeah, you oh, can't use see. that excuse yeah, anymore. I couldn't it's see. True. But let's stop for a second. That'd be pretty cool to have a glow-in-the-dark penis, now that we know it's possible. No, mine's not very big, so. Oh, it's going to make it look bigger, no? No, it won't. <laughs> Does, do it will illuminate. Things make things look it will bigger? illuminate the fact that it's small. The radiance around it will give it a little more girth. But um, no, you don't think that's cool? Well, I mean, I, okay, I guess. Uh, I thought the glow-in-the-dark rabbits were cool. And girls will want to see a glow-in-the-dark penis. <coughs> no? I guess it would be a good selling point. Maybe I missed the mark on this one. No, maybe you might be right. What I was going to get at was hyenas give birth from the giant... From their giant clit. Giant penis clit. vagina thing. One inch diameter or something. And and you think that you can wrestle that? Yeah. These things Seven are badass. Seven man. of us. Seven of us. No. No, wait, sorry, you're talking you're not even forgetting that they that there's two born and that they eat the other oh, one. Oh yeah. Out of pure just to show the parents like I'm the right one. Yes. Now, dude, yes. I was sitting there with again. Thinking I had gone to heaven, I was listening to this like Bad I'm gonna have to fight this fucker when I get so up there. So doesn't that make you rethink all this? Like the animals, the animals, like they're savages out there. I've never rethought it. I know that if animals were as smart as us, we'd be done. That's a powerful statement. Yeah. No, for sure, for sure, right? And, and and what does Joe always say? If the insects were as big as animals, we would be fucked. So look. Another yeah. Joe fact. Like, imagine a praying mantis that was as big as a moose. <coughs> that Dude, have you not seen the video of a praying mantis up. eating a hummingbird? Yeah, that's crazy. That Nuts. is fucking crazy. Or a spider. Yeah, fuck that. A giant tarantula would kill us all. Yeah, it everyone. Just, it'd just kill us all. And for the, most of us, we'd wake up and just not be able to walk out of the house because it just covered a web. Although, there is an argument. I mean, dinosaurs roamed the earth when there was... You know, early man, and we survived that, didn't we? Yeah, I mean, seven of us could take out a giant spider, but uh, seven of us could take out a giant. <laughs> if it gets you, is alone. that right? Early man and dinosaurs? No, I don't. Oh, think I'll preface so. that with a Joe. Yeah. I'm stupid and probably wrong. Yeah, yeah. But there's a good chance we were building buildings back then. <laughs> <laughs> that, well, age of civilizations, you do not. We do not know that stuff could have been destroyed that proved that they were there, but. Um, I like how he just slipped that in. Did right? you did you notice though that could be right? Finding out a lot about Kamar this episode. Did you notice there that Joe kept being like, um, 
look, I am dumb as fuck. You know, and the people listening to this are dumb as fuck, so you got to dumb this down. And then the guy be like, oh, you're a lot smarter than I think. I thought they kept trying to one-up each, one each other No, no, Matt's, Matt just talked about that. He does that. That's his, like, uh, you know. But No, but what he's saying is that then Weinstein was like, you're not giving yourself any credit. <laughs> and sort of, like, smirky at him, like he knows something that shows not letting No, well, on. I think what Weinstein's trying to say to him is, like, listen, if you talked, if you interviewed seven geniuses a week, that's a lot of information to hold in, plus his fight knowledge. So he must be in t- uh, highly intelligent no matter what. By what well, I'm no, I think there's a, like, listen, I think you, I don't know, I, I wouldn't say he's highly intelligent, would you? Not to disrespect, I wouldn't say I'm highly intelligent. Who, Joe? Yeah. Well, don't be so hard on yourself, man. I would say he's a smart. He has he, a really good memory. You also have a very good memory. Oh, I don't think I have a good memory. Not anymore. Well, you do, because when we play trivia, you remember things, so. I base how smart you are and how good you are at Trivial Pursuit. <laughs> Isn't are that you, isn't you, that the test? Are you isn't the that best, what they do are you for the IQ best at Trivial Pursuit? No, Simon's really good at Trivial Pursuit. Uh, hence, I think of how smart I am by how good I am <laughs> well, at that, Trivial that's Pursuit. That's why you're here, Simon. You're I would brains. say, yeah, but Simon, the weird thing about trivia though is like I find a lot of that is just like random. No, it's just a random gen- pieces it, of it, knowledge. It's a, but it's, it's a, the recall. But you are right. There is and a, the recall. Yeah, you're right. The recall. No. Yeah, there is a part of me though. Yeah, where someone's really bad at trivia, I'm like, what's wrong with this person? Yeah, no, absolutely. I judge everyone by how good they are at trivia. Not just how smart they are. I judge them by how good they are at trivia. But again, it might not be your wheelhouse, right? Like when you yeah, watch no. Jeopardy, when it comes up like biblical verses, I'm like, well, I tap out of that one. That's not. I'm not going to get any there. I might. Uh, I might surprise you. Are okay. you guys? Are you guys freaking out that uh, that, that Pulp Fiction one? Jeopardy is Jeopardy is on Netflix. I've already watched all of them. Is it is it better? Eh, because it's way faster. No commercials. No, it's that you can skip the doldrum interviews. Oh, this is Cheryl. Cheryl's got a great... Uh, last time you were on Jeopardy, uh, we have a good story. He is the most condescending son of a bitch ever, eh? He is. Like, Alex he knows the, all those answers. Yeah. Like, he knows all those I answers. I know, I'm like, dude, you, you have the answers in front of you. The answer. I know they've made this joke a million times. Like, I've heard comedians do it before, but it is so true. Do you know what he my is hope is? I was talking about this So this is weekend. Pat Sajak. Well, look, they did a whole He's Jeopardy a drunk thing though. about it. Do you know what my hope is? I hope that Alex Trebek is secretly like a, a beer-drinking slob. Like, that when he goes home, the suit comes off. It's just a fat beer belly, like because I assume that he, he goes home and listens Jeopardy to like classical time. music, reads a book. Do you know what I mean? Like has a nice Chardonnay. Yeah, I hope he goes home and watches like monster truck racing, and it's like a huge WWE. Because fan. legitimately, this guy is a TV show host. Like just because he hosts a smart TV show, he could be dumb as fuck. As dumb as fuck. That's what I'm saying. As it's dumb like, as dirt, like dumber than Jerry Springer. It's like win Ben Stein's money. Like you just assume. Oh, but Ben Stein is super smart. But he was because you actually had to play against yeah. him, right? That's that's the difference. Well, that should be part of. If he wants to be such a condescending fuck, he should have to play Final Jeopardy with all the contestants, not for anything, just so we can see what your answer. The last show. He's a good Canadian. The last who, show. He's a good Canadian who went to Hopewell. I can't talk shit about him. Yeah. I also went to Hopewell. I went but to Hopewell still as well. But he has a condescending tone when he tells someone that's the wrong answer. Or, I don't oh, like saying bad things AI. about Joe Rogan, but I will say everything <laughs> terrible about Alex Trebek. Great. Did, did you guys believe what he was saying, that there's only two Jews in Afghanistan? That Alex was hilarious. Trebek said that? No, no Weinstein. Weinstein. Sorry, I'm, try, I'm trying to... There are only two. No, there, you don't remember no, the, no, the only anecdote one. he told? No. He said, so there was two Jews left in a synagogue in Afghanistan. That was the only, they, they lived in this synagogue because there was, I guess there was a coup on Jews. So they lived together. And this one guy, someone went to interview the two of them. And uh, he's like, what's it like? And the guy's like, it's terrible. And he's like, why? And he goes, watch. And apparently the guy was, he goes, hey, Shlomo, do you want to have lunch? 
And then the guy goes, no, drop dead. <laughs> and it was exactly. like, he said, he's like, it's like the ultimate Jewish conversation, like in a nutshell. And then Joe was like, where are they now? He's like, well, one of them died. So there's only one of them. And it's just all alone. No, no, there's no Jews left in Afghanistan. Remember, they, they so came So sorry, that. is this a true story? There are no... That's what I was asking zero Jews I believe in, Af- Weinstein in Afghanistan. Was, yeah. Weinstein was... I guess they had all left because the Taliban had, was like, clear, I don't know, clearing house, I guess. As I said, I'm not very smart. And he smart. said it was a problem because the Taliban wanted to say they had good relations with the Jews. Because there was only two of them. Yeah, no. that's... I might have glazed out somewhere around. Yeah. There. So, anyways, I I don't know how much fact or fiction that is too, but that was an that was an interesting point. I found myself becoming very interested when they talked about animals, and then not so interested when they talked about anything else. How about let's talk about Eric Weinstein doing stand up comedy? Oh my! He only God. did it once. right? Yeah. Well, yeah. there's probably not a big. I'm sure he'd only do it once. What did he say? A nucleus walks into a proton or something? Yeah, <laughs> probably. <laughs> That's not his joke. And That's not his joke. <laughs> is that his joke? No, Joe was making a joke. Joe said, it, joke. "What about what about?" And through that conversation, um, Joe Joe said, "The there's not fifty comedians he'd pay to see." Joe said that. Yeah, because they were just talking about. He was saying there's only five people who understand the shit I'm talking about. Yeah, that Joe said there's and probably Joe's, only a hundred comedians in I, the world I that 50. make a true I, living. I, I, yeah, that, no, that said make a living, and then he said there's only fifty. Stand-up comedians in the world that I would pay money to see, and I'd, lo- I'd love I mean, to know I, that list. I'd have to do the math. I don't. Uh, well, I, I mean, for us, it's not true because we would go and just pay to see like a lineup of you know, like we go to Absolute and Yuck. I mean, Kamar performs all the time. Not that we go to see him. Totally unrelated to this episode, but <laughs> noteworthy for Joe Rogan, uh, Joey Diaz got a sitcom. Joey no, Diaz no, 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 got no. a he sitcom. He got shortlisted. For no, a... that's no. what I said. And then Kamar said he actually got oh, he the got sitcom. Oh, he got it? Yeah, it's called Uncle Joey. It's about a struggling guy. Like, Let's keep in mind, Joel he's Pass. not in the sitcom. I think he is. Yeah, yeah, he's the lead in the writers, sitcom. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. It's Fox. Well, yeah. that too, he's not writing it, so it's going to no. be... And it's on Fox. It was made terrible. Well, this is what I was going to ask. Like, Joe is like... I would never do a TV show. It's nothing but hassles, blah, blah, blah. Money. It's all just the money. I thought Joey would have been like, well, well, we're talking millions. They're going to give him millions of dollars. You don't think he has millions? I do not. But like Tom Segura has millions. Bert Kreischer, I don't know about, but Ari has millions, you know? Bert has millions or a million. So Bert so, was on television. Okay, okay. So that's what I'm saying. So Joey, no, like he's not in that. Uh, well, Joey has two movie credits that are very small, mm-hmm. so he doesn't get like. So it's just stand up. Bert probably still gets decent residual checks. From Joe still gets TV decent shows, residual yeah. checks. And Joey won't be doing uh, clubs anymore. Because he'll on, be wait. so busy. This will make him a theater act. The other thing too is what, that's once, what I was going to say. One city, one night, maybe two shows. Simon, the other thing I was going to say is. That puts the him credit. at headliner. Tom Segura just sold out like a theater in Philly. See, I thought Joey already was a headliner. Sorry, no, I, no, no, he's no, a no, club no. headliner. He's a headliner at a club, at, at, like a, at the club level, at the top club level. And you run into a problem if you're well, it's a good problem to have too successful. Like people can't pay you what you're worth, but you don't have enough following everywhere because the theater shows they book the theater. Or someone books a theater, pays five thousand, like a bunch of money's invested. They have to recoup. Whereas the club comic, you just show up and you don't even have to tell people to come see you. 
ideally once you get big people come to see you yeah and that's why you get hired and paid but this television show the exposure plus the netflix like he's just moved up a level even if the show doesn't go but i wonder if joe was like are you sure you want to do this joe well, that, that's what i was thinking yeah. you know this is going to take up your whole life like are you sure this is what you want to do yeah he just had a kid it's simple. He's a he's like a fifty five. He's fifty, right? Didn't he say that in the special? I think he's fifty plus, isn't he? So so there you go. He's into his fifties. Fifty six, I think. He doesn't have a pension. He doesn't. You know what I mean? I'm sure for him, he's like, I have a five year old kid, and she's set for life it. now. Yeah, Fox is gonna give me you know five million dollars over whatever. Fuck it. To be honest, I would hundred percent. I'd take the money. I'll uh, I'll know exactly what went down because I listened to his podcast. So it's very easy for Joe at this point in Joe's life to say I would never do TV again. Joe is it's worth forty million dollars. People always act asking about Fear Factor. Yeah, and he's like, no, I wouldn't do it again, and that's fine. I understand that he's set. He's got his thing. He's comfortable. For Joey Diaz, who just has a five year old daughter at fifty, yeah, take that, take that Fox money, and it, and it is an amazing story. From rags to riches. Oh, it won't what a be crazy told. Story. It won't be told well on Fox. Oh, oh, sorry. You think the sitcom is about his life? It is. It is. That's it what is. it is. So they're gonna like talk about the kidnapping and all no, that shit. No, I don't no. think the cocaine will be mentioned. It's gonna be Simon. The story is gonna be this guy had like a rough and tumble life, and now he's he's kind of cleaned it up, and he's got a daughter, and he's like this old you know this old Cuban guy who lives in like an upscale neighborhood. So he's gonna be like the rough and tumble guy in suburbia. Hey, take out the garbage, cocksucker. Well, obviously, well, they won't it'll be, be able on to Fox. Say cocksucker, yeah. yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like him beating up, him beating up gay guys for spare cash in New York. That's not going to be in there. Him kidnapping a guy. That's not going to be in there. Yeah. All the real. So is it, it just going to get ruined? It might whitewash like... him. Well, no. What they're going to do is they're going to tell a backstory. Like, oh, he robbed. You know, he was down on his luck and had to rob someone. But what if it turns into everyone loves Raymond? Then good for Joey. It's still great for make Joey. A ton and, of money and from. And just to, to, I mean, the gift of podcasting, thank God, but just watching people go, like, I've been watching Joey, I've been watching, but watching him get bigger, grow, and do more stuff, and, and get better, and better, and better, and now this show, I was so happy for him. That totally got me off, uh, off Weinstein, though. What I liked about the format, though, like I said, they talked about fighting and stuff at the beginning, then they it went off the rails with physics, then they sure. talked about, then they got off the rails it was just crazy the physics part then they talked about crazy animals and drugs and then they talked about politics and the key thing about this guy is i'm sure eric weinstein is the smartest person i know you don't know him touche he's, he's the smartest person i don't know <clears throat> he's one of the smart yeah, no he is the smartest person i don't know right okay and he is as left as, as anything, you, you know what I mean? A progressive, all this stuff. So I know the left is not dumb. They're not just crazy people. They're, they're, I wouldn't call him super... far left, though. You're saying he's far left. I totally disagree with well, that. No, he, he said he, a bunch he, of things during that podcast where he was like the left, like the crazy super left is nuts. This is what I'm getting to. And he, he was saying, he's saying he's as left as it gets. But even some of these arguments I can't support because once you break them down... They're uh, hip, hip, hypocritical. What they're, what they're trying to do. Well, that's the same on both sides. I think. Like you're gonna, you can be. Uh... No, I think the big thing is the deplatforming and the cutting off freedom of speech. Like it's it's all about the left shut down. The the right isn't trying to shut anyone down. They're assholes and intolerant. Whatever. I can't support them or anyways. But the left is trying to stop, eradicate stuff, and they're saying you need bad ideas. 
you need bad ideas and you can't but they're sure the far left is trying to shut ideas down words down in thinking that it's going to make the world a better place and uh, and so I know he's just the smartest person I don't know and he's left wing progressive and well, you know I mean they had the argument <clears throat> that we've spoken about once or twice uh, about deplatforming but like you know is YouTube Facebook and Twitter are they public utilities that are privately owned Right. I'm do you want an answer to that? Sure. <laughs> um uh, why not? Yeah. I mean they are private companies. Well okay, that's the, that's the, not debatable. The they are privately is, owned companies. Are they responsible are they, to hold uh, to to a higher good? I guess right? my question that's is the, do you feel like they are a privately owned public utility? That's the question. I think that they are still the owners of whatever it is. So in the end, they're the ones who are going to make the rules, right? Like, like is the cover is the question: Should the government get involved and make rules on these platforms? Let me ask you this: If Alex Jones had a podcast on iTunes and he got deplatformed everywhere he did, right? So YouTube took him down, Twitter took him down. Correct. If iTunes had then taken him down, they did. Well, he, did he have a podcast? Yes. So iTunes took him down. Yes. Wait, wait, that wasn't a podcast, though, was no, it? No, it was a podcast. So right there, InfoWars so Info started so right there, as a podcast. You have to have a massive problem with that because it's not monetized. And it's us. Well, I mean, uh, take that away from it. I'm just well, saying. It's very important to me. I'm just saying whether we have a podcast or not, at that point, if your argument is YouTube has advertisers. Hold on, just hear me out. I'm not saying you. Argument, I'm not yeah. saying you. I'm just saying if the argument is YouTube have has advertisers that they have to answer to, so they have to be able to pull certain content. Then what is what is the argument on iTunes end on Apple's end? Because you choose to listen to it. That's my point. Is it's not there's no monetization on podcasts unless the person doing the podcast has a sponsor. So if Alex Jones is and out there, if Alex, drops and that's it. So if Alex Jones is out there posting a two-hour podcast every day called Infowars, where he's saying whatever the fuck, which we all agree is crazy. Okay, we all. I'm not arguing for Alex Jones. We're just using him as the example. What leg does Apple have to stand on saying we took, we deplatformed him? Private company. I'm saying other than that, but that's what I'm saying is like, well, no, that that's the argument in the end is that it comes down to like, if you but hear me a business out, hear me out and somebody comes in and they're spouting hate speech, you have a right to ask them to leave because you own that business. Hear me out though. The difference with iTunes is that you, you can't, there are other podcast providers. There really is only one YouTube. For, it's like Google. Let's say Google tomorrow said, we don't like X person. Hear me out. Let me finish. Yeah, yeah. We don't like X person. We're taking them off our search engine. You could argue there's other search engines, but there aren't. What are you going to bing this person? You're well, going to ask Jeeves? Well, that was going to be my question. Can you not like post videos on Instagram? Or on uh, no Instagram has Facebook. Like a, is there no other platform yeah. that can compete with what I'm saying? Facebook, those, hold on, hear me out though. When it. you have a monopoly on these things, which they do, like YouTube, there is no real other YouTube. Vimeo. No, that sorry, Kamar, that's what we were asking. Is there another YouTube? Can you post Vimeo? Your, your videos somewhere else? Vimeo is one. But again, okay. My question is this: If YouTube has ninety-five percent of the market share. You, it's yeah. a tough argument to say, well, you can just go post your videos on Vimeo. Like, that's what I'm saying is that it really is a public utility, in my opinion, that Google owns. Mm -hmm. 
Like yeah. I said before, if YouTube, I would have had no problem with YouTube saying we're taking down monetization. Alex Jones will yeah. never make a yes, dollar. That's yes. the answer. That's, that's what I said. Answer, and yeah. I have no problem with that. If YouTube comes out and says, listen, post your videos all day. You're never making a dollar from us. We're not paying you. We're well, never sending you a check. And they can't get into um, Q loops, right? Like it can't yeah, you, be you're a not trending gonna be a featured topic. video. You're not going to be trending. People you, have to search and you're, find your you're video. You're allowed to post your thing, but sure. they're going to have to find you. I, I'm 100% behind that if you think, and again, like if Alex Jones is out there actively getting people to call Sandy Hook, you know, that's fucked up. Again, it's just so, a weird... But wait, okay, because that's the perfect example, all right? That whole Pizzagate thing. Okay. That should my be the favorite, perfect... My favorite, my favorite And example. only because it seems so, um, like it wouldn't be a thing, right? And yet, it incited violence against this guy. Yeah, hold but on, Ale- hold on, hold Ale- on, hold Alex on. Alex Jones wasn't, wasn't the only one doing Pizzagate. Like, there was, it was... Hear me out, though. Alex Jones also wasn't calling for active violence. He wasn't saying, go out and harm these people. That's a big difference, though, Simon. Wait, I, I think he he did say go and get these people, didn't he? Kamari, am I wrong there? I think you're wrong. I don't want to misquote him. I, I yeah, wouldn't say I, he could, again, he, I don't know he, enough. He couldn't. About he it. he could have said that, but I I think he says. But I think you're. There are people. Hold on. Children in a pizza parlor here watching these scenes. So, I just think you're culpable by law if you on it if they have you recorded saying go cause harm to these people. That, there's a there's a crime committed there. So I'm that's positive. that's the only um, problem you has have is if it incites violence. Yes, that's the only thing. That- yeah, but it's not even if it incites violence. It's that they actually have to say, "Go out and cause harm." Go yeah, go cause harm to that person. It's not enough to say that all Jews should die. Just hear me, Simon. Well, hold on. Wait, no, wait, wait. no, I, well, no, no, no. But I'm I want to give you. An, I just want to give you an example. Let's say we lived in a country. Let's say Canada right now had 50% of people that said all Jews should die. We're obviously on the all Jews shouldn't die side, right? The three of us. Well, me for sure. (laughs) Sometimes I wonder about you. Oh, wow. So hear me out. So it's you could argue that our point of view is no stronger than theirs. There's 50% of people that feel the opposite way, right? So what I'm saying is if 50% of people feel one way, and I'm not saying it is 50%, but... We, we often downplay how people feel under the guise of like, well, you shouldn't feel that way. You know what I mean? Like, if a racist is a racist, like, I would like to get to the bottom of why there is racism and like why it exists. But we, we want to change how people feel without changing how they feel. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like we know how to do that. We want to just say racism ends right now without teaching people like why racism is bad. Does that make sense? What I'm trying to say here? Do we? Or are you saying a group does? Um, I'm saying a group. Like, what I'm saying is... I don't want to force anyone to do anything. What I'm saying is, do you really care if someone's racist if they're not hurting someone? Nope. I do not care. And I they exist because there's there's people... Well, hold on, hold on. I want to hear Simon's answer. Sorry, Simon. Right. Sorry, do, Simon. You, do you care about the idea of racism or do you care about racism actually in your face is that the idea well no is like think about question? like like if i said to you i hate postal workers i fucking despise postal workers i fucking like and this is all i ever talked about was hating postal. Well, you want to know why you hate them so much man sure of course you would which is a, a like a valid question i want to know why race i want to know why a racist hates black people because to me it doesn't make sense like especially to hate a, a whole race of people based on their skin color seems crazy but do you understand what i'm saying is like 
I don't think that us being like, you can't be a racist is helping the problem. Because look at this. There Hold are... on, Simon looks like his head's going to no, blow no, up. No, no, sorry. What was, the, what was your original question What to was me, the original though? question? I can't rewind it and listen back right now. God, we need a Jamie. <laughs> well, it, it, what was my initial question to him, Simon? Is it, is it bad? Or, do you care that someone is racist? Or, that was it. Or, or that Do you care that someone's racist if they're never going to incite oh, violence yeah, right, against that right. race? Yeah, no, I don't give a fuck. I mean, it sucks that they're racist and they're stupid for being racist, but I only care about the outcome. Right, is that's that what, what I'm. Me? That's what I'm getting I, at. I is, only care about the outcome. Is does the ra- like, and this is the thing. I think we should Alex preface this. With, we think racism outcome- is obviously bad. I'm not saying I don't think racism is bad. I Absolutely. Preface- what I'm saying to you is, and the point goes back to Alex Jones because if he's not act, if he's but he did incite that PizzaGate shit. We, we don't know. You you, no, you he, asked me to be your source. So I mean, I Simon, I'll, what I'm I'll saying look it is, up right now. I feel like if he did, he would be in jail. Or there would have been charges. Uh, again, I don't make- think it was enough. I don't think he came out and said, "Go, go get that guy." And keep also, in mind too, but I in a roundabout I wrong, way, I could be wrong about Alex Jones. I'm just I'm using him as an example. What's super confusing about your example, though, is that you're keep talking about racism. Pizzagate was against pedophiles. I mean, crazy or not, you know what I mean? I don't. I don't think anyone's accused Alex Jones of being racist. I don't think that. But like, sure, but I'm using racism as a, like a prime example of like, let's say someone was on YouTube saying a bunch of crazy racist shit. Like, it seems like an obvious red flag. Like, let's immediately take them down. What I'm saying is you, free speech, unfortunately, does not allow for that. You need the bad ideas so you can unpack them and of get course, rid of them. That's, so what I, that's all I'm saying is like there's, there's shit ideas out there. They exist. By taking them, by trying to take them out of the lexicon or off of... The airwaves doesn't get rid of them. You don't solve the problem by doing that. Is my main point here. And if no one is, if no one's being harmed by it, let's talk about it. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I think I think both the things you said are correct. I think your point about um, people being racist, and as long as they're not, you don't have to hear ab- about it. Then yeah, gonna, and if they're not they're hurting have anyone, those like ideas anyways. What I'm saying is like if a group of white people get together in a fucking room and they're terrible racists together, like I don't think that's great. I'm sitting here saying like I don't I'm not for racism. I don't think people should feel a certain way about a group of people. And that it exists is crazy to me. What I'm saying though is it's nuts to me that we're automatically going to be like just because of the way they feel. What if we like my point is, this is how free speech works. One day you could be outnumbered. Yeah. No. I, I, One day you I could be the saying. five guys in a room going, "I can't believe that they're doing Talk this to black it. people," and you could be persecuted for that. That's my fucking point. Is oh, that you, you don't need to tell me? No, it's not like, you. I'm, I've been I'm, point, I'm pointing at you, but I'm saying it in general. Is like no point it's a at slippery, me. We've been persecuted. It's, yeah, but I'm saying it's a slippery fucking slope when you start deciding. You know, well, this is bad. That's bad. We can all agree if we talk about it, this should be a fucking pro. This is a problem. This is bad. But to just to act like it doesn't exist is what I'm saying. To get rid of it in the sense that under the guise of, well, some stupid idiot might watch it and then go, no, that's right. I feel that way. Like, I don't think you're I don't think you're eliminating that problem. It's like fighting cancer, man. Like, what about this? What about this? The progressives figure it out and they make all of what Canada what area America they eliminate racism do they get on a boat and then go over to Japan and China because they hate each other like 
racism isn't just against black people. All the races don't don't like each other. How are you going to eliminate this thing? It's just it, it's the war on drugs, the war on racism. You know, like everyone acts like people don't do drugs and they're doing something. Like people are racist. They are, especially old people. You know what I mean? From other places, but they're not even. You know what? Actually, doing anything now that I'm sitting here thinking about it. How did we? I get used. Hold on. I used a terrible about. example. I do care if someone's a racist, but they're not going to hurt someone. Like I, that does bother me. But what I'm it's saying is worse if they. Oh, it's it's hundred percent worse. It does hate crime. Well, no, but I'm thinking about it now. Now that I say it, now that I've let this wash around in my head a bit, I do care. The three of us do care if someone is racist, even if they're not going to hurt someone, and it, you care because it, it's confusing. But would you get out of your lane to go try to stop them from being racist? I'd like to think I would, yeah. Or I'd li- no, but Kamar, I'd like to at least think that I'd like to talk to them about like where they're coming from or why they are that way. Yeah. I don't have that time in my Because life. I truly believe that racism is just something you inherit. I, I don't think it's racism... Taught. It's taught. Yeah, it's yeah. Taught. I don't believe that racism is something that you just like... I don't think you grow up feeling fine and then something happens to you and you just all of a sudden hate one group of people. But I think what we're agreeing on here is that you can't fix it by uh, silencing people. That's what I'm saying. I think yeah. that was more the point. That was yeah. my main point, yes. But I used a terrible roundabout way of getting there. And Eric Weinstein, the smartest guy in the world, is saying... It's Weinstein. The, these people, their tactics are just not... I don't think they're the right way to go about it. The other thing you pointed out, and I don't know what it means, but it scares me, is that all the sitcoms are the same. No, not sitcoms. Late night shows. Corgi, Seth Meyers, Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Fallon. It's all the same. Yeah, but well, they, this, they run on a formula. No, but... Okay, half the people watching don't. No, I mean, they're always making fun of Trump. Like, they, it, no, there's not one talk show that's like. There's totally no right wing talk show, is what you're saying. There there's isn't. no right leaning talk show. But why are all five of them just. This is how it is. They sort of make it, but it can't be. I mean, th- this is how you want it to be. That's why it's on TV, but that's not how it is. Like, not yep. everyone agrees well, with the But TV's Cole a weird bear one. be right? No, well, he did that as a character. No, that was when his, he did like, the Colbert yeah, but I mean, he's actually a, a religious um, well, Catholic, Joe went, right? Joe went in on him and, so, then, and then backpacked. Backtracked. Backpacked. That was like sick. <laughs> he did backpack pretty significantly. Yeah, he um, went over across Europe. <laughs> he was 19. He had one of those he had train an passes. Yeah. <laughs> Met yeah, the love of his life. But he hates Trump. I, I mean, I think that's the thing. But once he was interested, why are they all the same? It doesn't make sense. If humor is, is all sides of the story. Just in late night uh, talk show, they're all the same. No, I mean, but I think you're. I think Conan's maybe on an island. Hear me out. I think that's wrong because we know that like Hollywood and most networks are kind of left leaning. If you go to like NRA TV, I bet you there's a late night talk show that is like making fun of nothing but left wing pundits. And left, you know what I mean? Like, mm, but it's not popular. Well, so whose fault is that? No, but hold on. Is that? Wait, stop, stop, stop. I want to say. It's not popular. If it has 2 million views, you would call that popular based on the No, Joe Rog- not anymore. That's not good anymore. But I just said Joe Rogan only has like 3 million subscribers, and you were like, that's huge. It's bigger than Bill Maher and TV. Well, 3 million subscribers over, uh, what are we at, 1,204 shows? Like, Yeah, but Kamar, my point is there's well, NRA TV s- shows. Subscribers that- and listens are two different things. I right? get it, but listen, there are NRA TV shows that I'm sure have 2 million views on YouTube. Well, just look at Alex. What well, Alex Jones? I, th- I think what yeah, I think, I think what Eric, Eric Weinstein's uh, point was just not one of those is different. They're all the same. Why are they all the same? <clears throat> I, I I don't I don't know if Joe can answer it. Anyways, there's another reason why you should uh, listen to this podcast because they just get in everything. And the weirdest thing is they did bring up uh, Jordan Peterson. 
he gets mentioned almost in every podcast somehow. And I just think it's unbelievable. A lot of the time it's just because Joe's saying that he's doing that crazy uh, meat diet. Well, that's yeah, why it's so usually, healthy. It usually no, comes up at the No, that's why he gets diet. mentioned all but, the time. Uh, but I, I, I think people who don't like Jordan Peterson don't realize that he's not trying to book all these sh- appearances and shows. You know what I mean? Simon disagrees with you. Huh? What? Sorry? He's not like... Uh, Let me put theater. these earphones back on. Hold on. Go he, ahead. He's he's not um, calling up theaters like, I'd like to bring my sideshow to your thing. He's... Undated oh, with requests. I think I disagree. <laughs> oh no. no, you're wrong, Simon. No, it's what just... Kamar is saying is this. You're hold on. Yeah, thank you. Simon's argument. Well, hear me out. Simon's argument is that it's very self-serving for Jordan Peterson. It's totally self-serving. Simon also thinks that he's going out and booking all these dates. Simon, you are incorrect. What's happening is this: someone like a show booker, like a promoter. Oh, I don't think he's personally knocking on people's doors. His That's people Kamar's are point. doing it. Um, no, no, that's if, not his if, point. I don't no, think that's his... my point. If if no one was asking him, he'd stop doing it. No, you see, that's what I'm saying. That that's not that. I don't think that's what Matt's saying. Hold on. Well, Simon's saying Simon is arguing that Jordan Peterson's people go out and book the whole tour. No. It, what Kamar? Yes, Matt. Thank you. That is exactly what I'm saying. What Kamar is saying is that if I could speak for you, Kamar. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> to Matt, this is so weird. What Kamar is saying is that the all these places are reaching out to him. Oh, please, Jordan Peterson, come and speak at our school. No, no, no. Oh, please, Jordan Peterson, come and do these multi stadium. Fuck that, man. No, no they what? are. They no, are. Simon. They no, are. Hold on, Simon. Simon. No, 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 no. He doesn't go on a show to have some left person attack him. Like he doesn't like, oh, yeah, maybe we'll so, do this today. Oh, oh, sorry for that. I'm talking about these theater shows he's doing where he has a comedian open for him, whatever these, the fuck his name is. These are the offshoot. Dave Rubin might be uh, doing it, but I'm, I'm telling you, he doesn't want to do this. Maybe, like, you're crazy. I'm Dude, not crazy. You're crazy. Like he's, so what is he doing all Simon, this hold just on. for the what, better no, no, good of humanity? Uh, let me answer this. Hold on. Simon. This is most likely what's happening a lot of the time. Most likely someone from a school or someone in Cincinnati says, we'd like you, Jordan Peterson, to come to Cincinnati. Because we saw you on this show. We have booked a 5,000-seat venue, and we're selling tickets at this. We are going to pay you and Dave Rubin this much money to come to Cincinnati. Can you come on this date? And he then says, yes, for $50,000, Dave Rubin. Or whatever it is. Go ahead, Simon. No, just, are you done? Because yeah. then I'll put my, my sure. two sons in. Or maybe let's just compare it to Burt Kreischer. Okay. Burt Kreischer is preparing a tour, right? He's going across the United States. He's setting up shows. So he has an agent who's going out and booking him. Shows. That's exactly what's happening with Jordan Peterson too. He has a team who's going out. He... He's with Sam Harris or whoever the fuck he's touring with. And they say, we're going to, we want to hit these 20 cities on our tour. We're going to Cincinnati. We're going to this place. So we're going to be in Cincinnati. Why don't you go find us two schools to speak at while we're there? Yeah. No. Okay. No well, way. First of all, well, listen, no we're, we're going to disagree and there's no way to disagree solve to it unless we have somebody come. Let's get Jordan, Jordan on the phone. Peterson. Actually, just he like did. First of but all, but you wouldn't get him. Simon. You'd get his team. Simon, first of all, which is exactly my point. Sorry, Simon, Matt, go ahead. first of all, he definitely did a book tour where his publisher booked all the dates. For sure. We know yeah. that. Absolutely. For sure. There is a good chance that on that book tour, he might have had a booker book him side gigs, maybe. I think it's 50-50. I don't think he wants to do this. Can Hear I, me out. Hold oh on. Oh, my I, God. You're 
so he's, crazy. No, but because you think he's like, everyone's listening to me. I need as many people to listen to me. His YouTube for that. People are asking him. Simon, I will say one thing. Come. I will say one thing about what Tamar is saying. He made enough of the book that he truly doesn't have to tour. He makes enough of his YouTube videos. Listen, may, the book. maybe you're right. Maybe I'm wrong. I, I, I'm wrong about a lot of things. All I'm saying is I look at him very much the same way I would look at Darren Brown. Both guys who who make a lot of money and then say, oh, I'm doing this for the better good. You're not, man. You're not. You're doing this for you. You're doing this to make money. It happens to be that you think that your message is helping people. That it remains to be seen. And I just, I don't believe that he on, does though. not want to do this. He loves this. Hold on, hold he on, loves hold on. being the center of attention. That's exactly what he wants. He wants to argue with people. He wants to be right. And that's it. Well, he gets brought up in every conversation. You so think that's it? No, <laughs> I mean, no. sorry. That's the end of my, my, my point. Gotcha. <laughs> and, uh, and what I want to also say is that because they talk about Jordan Peterson and then Weinstein said he opened for Peterson. It's like a rock star thing. You know what I mean? We live in a world today where guys this smart are filling rooms of people to listen to them talk like rock stars. Listen. We're in a good place. I don't, I don't, I'm not angry that that's happening. I'm angry that your contention is that he's like. Uh, just in demand. Altruistic. He's in just this, in demand. No, know? he's. Let's also. If no one asks, he wouldn't do it. Let's also mention that a lot of people if would no argue asked, that those rooms are filled with cisgendered white males just waiting to, sister, to attack him listen, well, no listen no cisgendered being us wanting him to justify their existence that's it. like me just waiting to attack him why would you be attacking him I'm not no did you watch the gq interview he just did yes she she goes at him and, all, and they're all but hold on hold on trying stop. to get this gotcha i want to the first thing i got to say is a lot of the times youtube is a problem and i'll tell you why the person that writes the headline for the youtube video has an agenda always. Yeah, because it usually is. It usually is labeled something like Jordan Peterson destroys feminists. Yeah, I watched that GQ interview. She was a fucking wicked smart lady. I don't think she destroyed. It. I think they had an intelligent conversation. I would fully agree with that. I don't think he destroyed her. I don't think she destroyed him either. I thought no, they had a good conversation. They disagreed on a lot of stuff. She was trying to. She was trying to get him to say he was right wing. They always try to like. And he says, because these type of people listen to you. And even even that discussion got in a discussion about people saying stuff to incite violence. What he thinks about is like they can say whatever they want to say because we know what he believes. I have no problem with it, what Jordan Peterson's saying. And I'm not saying I don't agree with some of his points. Simon, no, I'm just saying I, it's unfair I, of you. Hold on. It's unfair of you. Like your viewpoint is that he feels a certain way and he's trying to do good in his mind. And then you said, which is yet to be seen. But like. Think about someone that like hates Joe Rogan. They could say the same exact same shit about him. Like it's all self-serving and he makes all this money and he's not really trying to do good. He makes all this money off his podcast. It's the same thing. You just don't necessarily like him as a person. And I don't think Joe goes out booking gigs. Everyone comes to him. He says, okay, I'll take that one. You, you, do you know what I mean? No, I also think that Joe books gigs sometimes. Joe has a I booking mean? agent. Joe has a team I, I, who does things for him. And if he's going somewhere, he books it. You know what I mean? I, if, if he's going to UFC, he books a gig in that town. Like, I, I But just, I, I don't think you you understand, like, for, for me, as I, like, book stuff. Like, you have to run down people to book stuff. Okay. People I, are coming to Jordan Peterson. What I don't think you maybe maybe some schools are coming to Jordan Peterson. They're going on tour, Kamar. 
Like you know that because him and Stone wants is asked them to tour. You know that him and Sam Harris and whoever else, there was a bunch of them. They went on tour, right? It was a multi-city tour. Yeah. Yeah. Some of those places, I'm sure, were places they wanted to go. I wonder if it's more like you could think about like like music. Hold on, but either I mean, wait, hold on. City's book musician. I mean, this seems like a stupid thing to. Well, no, I was just gonna say, Simon. I think it's a moot point anyway because whether or not they book it or someone else books it. There's still 5,000 people willing to pay whatever. I am not denying the No, demand. I know, but hear me out. What I'm saying, though, is it's like your argument that it's self-serving for him is... I think I wouldn't like him if I knew he was just trying to push this agenda. I think that's my problem. Do you know what I mean? Right there, what Kamar said, I think, is my problem. Okay, but hear me out. The problem that Kamar has with what you're saying is that Jordan Peterson was just a university professor... Well, no. Yeah, yeah, no, but no. Legitimately, I, I, I know. He was just a university professor. He didn't post that video either. He was just a guy who got caught up in an argument, and he—you have to argue that he truly believed what he was saying because he had nothing to gain from Dude, it at that point. Absolutely. But right now, right now, today, where we are today, he has an agenda. Well, I mean, listen. It, I don't think so because he has his YouTube videos out there already. People are calling Jordan Peterson. We no, want no, you to but, come. But just I'm sure it, of it. But, but I mean, just Simon, in general, ev- I mean, everyone has an agenda. That's kind of that, a weird thing. That to is say. exactly like, my point. But, but, I, I don't but think he wants to. Here's spread the problem, it. though. Hear me you out. Like, drop this. You could, We're going to no, no, no. Because let me. No, this is a good argument. Let me. Let me just say, like, you could maybe if I said like Ribbon. Martin Luther King Jr. had a had an agenda. Yes, he did. I know, but you're not so against that one, right? Because you agree with what he was saying. Well, you think I agree. No, I do agree with what he was saying. But, um, right, because you're saying I don't agree with what Jordan Peterson... But I don't necessarily don't agree with what Jordan Peterson is saying. I know, but here... I, I just think that every... And, and Kamar needs to go into it with open eyes that he, just like anything else, it's You don't believe he believes everything he's saying. I do think he believes everything he's saying. And I think that's the only reason he is this phenom because people are drawn to hear that in a world where it's all the fake of Instagram. Everything is like... They want to see it for real. Is this guy really smart? Will he toe this line one time? Will he contradict what he Wait, always says? But okay, there's also a real big problem. Lots with of cult that leaders no one... believe everything they're saying. I just think those are weak arguments. Here, Simon, the big problem that I think a lot of people on the on like the lowest base level, without knowing it, have with Jordan Peterson is. I think a lot of people look at him like someone that wrote a self-help book for white men. And that's a fucking problem. Yeah. That, that is not my argument. I'm not saying that's your argument. Hold on. I'm not saying that's your argument. Just that. hear me out, Simon. What I'm saying is I think a lot of people without saying it, that's their issue. They're like, why would you write a self-help book for people that already seem to have it really well? Well, am I wrong? I well, mean, which is just such a stupid argument, right? Like we can both agree on that. Yeah, but I think it's because like, okay, so if Tony Robbins comes out, he makes, it's a self-help book. Do you know what I mean? You know that. I think maybe people look at Jordan Peterson's book as like, well, it's not a self-help book. Right. It's under the guise of something else. Sure. But it's, But at the end of the day, it's white men buying it. Has anybody read that? Have you read his book, Kamar? Are you a a card-carrying member of that club? I bought it. I don't read. I bought it. Um, or listen to it? No, I've I've watched a couple of his YouTube videos and I've heard all his Rogans, um, I've his interviews. I've watched an essay or two. Like he, he he seemed like a cool teacher. I bought his book and started reading it and stopped. Just, but why? It just wasn't my thing, you know. I didn't find it interesting. Just 
whatever. I didn't disagree. But did you see language that you thought was trying to make you like no, no, indoctrinate no, I, you? <laughs> I didn't find it cultish. Yeah, but, but let me ask you the question. Public, you Do know? you let me let me ask you the question? Do you feel like your life is in order? No, no, no. Really. I, I do not. Do, why? Okay. Do you feel like your life is in order? Absolutely not. That's yeah. why I bought the fucking book. No, but I'm I, a white I, male and I was uh, like, this yeah, might no, fucking I, help I, me. I, yeah. The Bible. That's, no, uh, not the I, Bible. I, I read bought it because I, I wanted to see what all the hype was about. I bought it with an open it's mind. It's boring. That's what I thought. It's boring and it's, it's common sense and be accountable. That's what I thought. I thought the whole thing th- was just common sense. I think sense. you're smart. I just don't know if you've applied yourself, as, as teacher would say. Maybe. So there you go. Yeah, are we back on this again? What are, what are we back on? We're, well, so anyway, how smart you are. We just got off. Sorry if anyone listening doesn't understand what's going about on. Male genitalia. The we whole can't time even do Renella because we're at we're at two ten. We should even do oh, Renella because it's the worst. Renella. Hold on. I'd rather watch Shane Dorian than Renella. And now, because so sorry, we're gonna end this. Yeah, we so have to be done with Weinstein. That was like forty five. No, no, minutes. I don't even. Know Eric Weinstein was epic and a great episode, and I think it's the quintessential Joe Rogan. Four facets, all the things they talk about. If you don't enjoy that, you shouldn't be listening to Joe Rogan. But you should and listen I feel to like Joe our Rogan Alex Jones. Experience. I feel like our Alex Jones racism thing is going to get wildly misconstrued. Yeah, that, maybe we should just clarify right there. No, Alex, I clarified it after. I don't. I'm not okay with people being racist. No, and neither am I. My, I was trying to argue the point that you shouldn't be deplatformed for saying things that we disagree with the end of that even if you think it's racist that's right that was my point is that i'm not for racism i just don't think someone should be should be silenced for saying things that we don't like no but they should definitely be demonetized and they should that was the first thing i said right and they should definitely be they should not be able no matter how many hits they get you shouldn't be trending no one should push they cannot be rewarded that that's the thing right i would even go as far as to say and they could do this I would even take it a step further and somehow say, you can't even share this video. Right, exactly. So as in, you can't post this on your Facebook, Perfect. on your Twitter. You can watch it, but yeah. you can't share it. We will we will host the platform because that is what our because business is. Because it belongs is. to us. Well, yeah, that too. Yeah. But my point is just Well, I mean, that. it doesn't belong to them, I guess, but... Either way, we'll end it there. I'm not for, I'm definitely not for racism. Against people, racism. Yeah. My point was just, we need to have an open dialogue if we ever hope to fight racism. Yeah, listen. And listen, deplatforming people. Listening. Yeah. And yeah. I, yeah, they are. <laughs> they're all Kamar. The I, 10 people in India. I, I don't care if someone's Kamar's racist. It's just if they're mean. Like, you can feel free to be ignorant and, and think whatever you think. But no, but someone. no, but no, because that's the problem, Kamar. No, 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 when no I, that's when me. I, I'm no, just, I know that's you. But, you. No, but I I'm want trying to, people to. But I'm trying to convince you now. Is when I swish it around in my head, like saying like it's okay that you're ignorant. That's fine. No. Be you. That's kind of the problem. Is like I, I, I understand that I'm now arguing against it. I thought I understood what you were talking about though while you were saying it. I think being racist, like being vegan or being vegetarian or whatever, like especially if I don't agree or you want to change me. No, like, and I'll tell you why because. You could argue that being vegan definitely doesn't affect anyone else, but you being racist, like let's say you're a racist and you manage a company. Or you're raising your kids. Well, that's a that's a huge one. Well, that's a really huge one. Yeah, but we already agreed. Like I said, I truly believe racism is taught and not learned. Mm-hmm. Or like, no, I guess you would learn on that. Teaching, inherited. But inherited, yeah. So, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, again, I also think you should have a license to have a kid. I don't think you should just be able to have one. But you know how um, those mice inherit the gene to be afraid of the cat when they smell the um, whatever it is, whatever that test is? Okay. 
You don't know what I'm talking about? No, but I'm with you. I well, follow along. It would be the same idea as racism being inheritable, right? Like, I think no. Th- through trauma or whatever. Well, no, but again, I think if from a very young age, I think if from the time you can talk until the time you're 18, the person right next to you is like constantly berating one group of people. No, There's a I get, good chance that you're just going to be like, yeah, he is. For sure. But also, you know, if enough generations are racist, then does that, you know, is, is that bred into you? Uh, I don't know. That was one of the questions they were arguing, was yeah. it not? Okay. Anyways, Either way, we'll move we'll, on. We'll be I, done with that. I so, definitely am not for racism. Yeah, was no, the everybody point I was here except make. for Kamara is against racism. <laughs> um, My big point was I'm not for deplatforming. I like right. all races. I am no, for demonetization 100%. I, like I am the, not for deplatforming. Yeah. Eric Weinstein's smartest lefty you'll right. ever hear. So, oh, and Weinstein was definitely a four. Weinstein, four, four if you're going to gonna like this guy so much... You got to say his name, right? Weinstein. But I, I worry about people mess it up with Harvey. Well, I will say, though, it was still great podcast, but four hours is... A- oh, yeah. Did we mention it's four hours? Four hours is long. It was a long time. Yeah. But as, yeah, four, as we creep four up out on of five, Four out of five, JD. But as I said, what are we down at, to four sorry? hours. 250. So two, let's wrap this 215? up. 215? Yeah. Well, yeah. hold on. We got Ranella. No one's still listening, but yeah, we're going to wrap we this up. We got Ranella. Yeah. We lost everyone at racism. Um... <laughs> All right. So you don't want to talk about Ranella at Just all? Just say, we, hey. To no, keep, no, we can talk about Ranella. We'll wrap it up with Ranella. I didn't the number to of the it. episode? It's the 1204. Is 12-04. Steven Ranella. It's his, I think I counted this right today. I think it's his eighth time on the Joe Rogan show because he was on a couple with other guests, right? Which is just too many. Eight times is too many. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In a three-hour conversation. It was a three-hour conversation. I was telling Matt earlier, We got up. I got up to uh, 2.40, and I had one note. Okay. One I also note. want to point out, too, that like... Sorry. Go ahead. What was the one note? Oh, the one note was bear meat. Hmm. That's not a fucking note. That was a note. That's no, note that's, not, that's you writing. Point is, point is, I turned it around, I think. And I found a way to make this episode mean something to us. Oh, let's hear it. But if you have some things you want to do first, I'm willing to... Uh... You didn't listen to it. Yeah, I did. Oh. Well, I, I'm, I'm halfway through it right now, but but it's the same thing about sustainability, protecting populations, blah, 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 fuck. But I think he was on because he's selling a book. He, that's exactly so, that's why he was on. And well, he has a new show on Netflix. But I also, for me, it's like... I don't know why he does these ones when there's already a lot of content in the week. Well, the I only guess that's my problem. He's selling a book. He's trying to sell a book. He's helping him. So no, I, I get it, but like, I, I don't know. Same. Well, we there's nothing from that episode to talk about. Well, so let's do this. He brought up Weinstein talking about the because his problem was if because they're talking about the honor of the kill right, but if you like kill someone, like, yeah, I killed it. Like that, that's what bothered him as mm-hmm. as far as something going. He's not a hunter because he's a super lefty. Yeah. So now they were talking. Are, are we hunters? That's what I want to know. Like That's you I and I? The, three, the of three of us. Do you want to kill an animal? I don't. I, 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 I've shot a gun once. I don't like it. I've, the I, only way I would do it I'm is afraid if, of fishing. if it was with a katana blade or a bow and arrow. I would do it Joe's way. I, I at least give the animal a fighting chance. But this gun thing is crazy. Listen, I would naked wrestle a fucking lion. With Perfect. Six there, you go, there you go. There you go. Just to see if we could do it. I'm not wrestling We're on the range. Okay, but listen. So... As far as I'm concerned, this was one of the worst, one of the worst episodes ever on Joe Rogan. To end a week. It wow, so, really? Yeah, it was so boring. I don't mind Stephen Ranella. I don't mind a hunting podcast, but I want it to be, 
Like, tell me some stories about bear attacks or, you know just, what I just mean? Just getting out of it. At least Almost make dying. it interesting. This was so dull, which then led me to this question, okay? What is your least favorite Joe Rogan? We already did that. No, I don't think we did, did Last we? Well, week. we could do one every show. There's enough that... <laughs> no, I <laughs> think we going. did that... Oh, we no, did no, it we in did private. It. We did it at a meeting. I think we did it in private. No, we all... Uh, Dude, we tried Kamar, to. you listened to this it. ten times. We definitely did this. But Kamar, you I did really listen, listen to it ten times, li- or maybe three hundred really times. I don't listen. So. I don't listen to it. When I listen to it, I just listen from my voice. Kamar just bought a VPN and he's just changing countries and listening to our podcast. What you guys don't know is I went into the Zoom and I was able to separate the sounds, so I just listened to myself. God, that would be terrible. In a conversation wow. with no even bouncing. Yeah, this is brutal. It's pretty fun. Uh, so, you, so you think we've Steve done Renella. that ever? Shane Dorian. Shane Dorian's the best. Listen, so you think we've done that already? Uh, well, I think we did, but either way, I don't think out of 1,200 episodes, any of us remembers enough to like pick one. A bad one, especially. You don't... The ba- I, I already said it. Steven Crowder. Crowder was bad. Henry Rollins is a tough listen. Do you guys... Do you guys... Yeah. And I like Rollins. Do you remember the episode where Graham Hancock was on and I think he was talking to... Two other scientists? Wait, yeah. Hold on. Hold on. I think he was talking to the skeptic uh, David Seamus or whatever his name is. One of them had green hair and was wearing a fucking jersey. They brought... They each brought their guests on to argue again. That one got so out of controlled but i loved it yeah it was so great when the science guy started swearing oh, and was, having a temper dude, tantrum it was and the other guys just sitting back all like oh those water states so, can't be twelve thousand years old we can't hear come you come on you no, gotta stay next to that mic man <laughs> whatever man i just stretched my big dick uh, oh jesus so His big I, hyena I went pretty deep down the rabbit hole looking up um worst rogans ever like oh do you want to tell us yours simon was that why you did this no I, did you want us to bring this up? Yes, I want to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, That's okay, why I'm making it ahead. up. The no, worst Rogan ever saying, is a world without Rogan. Thank you. Just go. Kamar. Just say it, Simon. No, I like looking at what other people said were their worst Rogans Let's ever. So on Reddit, um, yeah, on Reddit. Okay, exactly. Cool. Um, so the Brian Dunning one comes up a lot. That was the one where uh, he's another uh, conspiracy debunker. And he wrote an article that said Joe was a bunch of things he wasn't. So when he came on right away, there was like, you don't remember? Oh, that, that was one? a nightmare. I remember that one. And Joe had to line. say, you said this about me. And it was not like it wasn't true at all. Yeah, You said I was a 9-11 conspiracy. Yeah, 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 and that's yeah, exactly. not what I said. And he's like, well, you did say about this building. And, and yeah, Joe said, yeah, it was a nightmare. It was, But that that was, yeah, that one was no good. Um, Crowder makes it on that list for sure. I don't know if you ever listened to the uh, Dead Mao 5. Dead Mouse. His name is Dead Mouse. That's yeah. what I thought. No, too. Simon was joking there, right? <laughs> no, no, no. Sorry. One. That's what I. That's what I thought. It, it is what mouse. it is. But he writes it with a five. Yeah, you got it. Okay, from okay. Toronto. Perfect. Dead Mouse five. <laughs> whatever the fuck. Dead. Whatever that guy was. From dead Toronto. Mouse. Yeah, Dead Mouse. That was a terrible one. I yeah. didn't see that one. I wouldn't even see keep it. in mind. Before we had a podcast where I absolutely had to listen to all of them, I was very picky. Yeah. Well, now not this me. this is I've making me hate this podcast. No, I, um, you said you hated. You loved Eric Weinstein. Tom DeLonge was a great one. Lots of people hate it, but that was like a train wreck that you couldn't pull away from. You know? The only problem with Tom Didn't DeLonge, I, email, was I no texted you right away and was like, "Are you listening to this batshit asshole?" It was amazing that that the liberty Joe gave him. Like there was no follow up to find out if this is full of shit because I was almost like putting my credit card. In no, no, hold on to buy his book. Joe, or whatever. Joe well, did his best. He just kept being like, "I can't, I can't really talk about it." I just. Can't, 
just to back up for one second, um, uh, whatever his thing is called. Wrap that in a paper if we're going to keep doing this. Yeah, to the stars. You know what I'm talking about? His uh, Tom DeLonge's. I fuck, I can't remember what it's called. It's like uh, to the Stars Academy. Yep, yeah, yeah. That's like a legitimate thing with like legitimate scientists that work for so it. So he's building a spaceship, I guess. I'm uh, just I'm just saying I, he was crazy. I agree, it was but crazy. that what he's up to is an, is a thing. He wasn't lying about it. I want to know more. I love spaceships. Well, listen, I'll get you some more information for next week. Uh, other people on that list. Um, Schleisinger shows up a lot. What's her name? Eliza. Liza. Yeah, people did not like that one. Yeah, if they saw her, they'd feel. Polly Shore. Oh my. Polly Shore was. They great. did not like that one. Polly Shore. Polly Shore gets a lot of hate. But and he was Dice Clay gets a lot of wow, hate. Okay, stop. Yeah, but stop, I hated stop. that one. But I. I agree, it. Matt. I thought it was a terrible. We all one. agreed. All he did yeah. was push his kid, which we didn't care about. Yeah. You but... see, we did talk about this during the in private. So that's why it's a bad idea. But I also think it's a bad idea because we, we... Do you know what I was looking at? And I think we should bring up, sort of cut you off, Kamar, is all the one-star reviews Joe has. Because reading them is hilarious. Whoa, th- those are bots. I-, I was saying, I think Simon came up with this segment because we thought we didn't have enough to talk about today. But Well, that's exactly what I just wanted to fill time on this Ranella. Oh, we don't have no. to. We're at two well, But n- now that I'm on it, just to list a couple more, Mel Gibson, Melissa Etheridge, <laughs> Melissa Etheridge, Dave Asprey, the bulletproof guy... How was is, how is Mel Gibson a bad one? Because they didn't talk about any controversy or any of the things. Again, all about- I, I mentioned this. I, I 100% believe that Mel Gibson just wanted to talk about yeah. the doctor and his dad. For sure. And he said, I'm only coming on the podcast if we talk about that's, just the fucking doctor. That's shitty. That's like having what's-his-name on uh, the push guy and not questioning no, 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 the push. No, 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 but this know? is different. Hold on. This is different because Joe just didn't watch it, so he couldn't. My point is like... I have no problem with Joe going, the only way I can get Mel Gibson on here. Oh, I'm with you. I, I agree. And I was interested in the stem cell shit. So I, I just, thought it was a good one. Oh, yeah. To me, I thought it was boring. So And Joe's a no. good person, so he wouldn't fucking try to put Mel Gibson on blast. Well, no, they, they obviously had there's an also, arrangement. No, but there's also no point in putting anyone on blast. He'll yeah. just walk he out. Does, He'll not only will he walk out, no one in the future would... Trust right, them. exactly. So it's like, why, yeah, you why not just exactly. be of your word? You but I think all the all the bad Rogans are Rogans because Joe didn't ask the right questions or didn't know what he should have known. Oh, I never think it's because of Joe. They're pushing I'm the talking about thing. the guests. Yeah, yeah. on Peter Schiff. Like, do you like that guy? No, that's hard to listen to. The Bitcoin kid was Indianapolis was very hard to listen to. Yeah, hardest to listen to because that it was four hundred dollars and I watched it go to twenty thousand dollars. What the fuck just happened there? <laughs> <laughs> that was the, the worst, but. Uh, I mean, the world's a better place because of Joe Rogan, but yeah, we went way over. Why do you have a lot more? No, I'm done, man. The world's a better place what because we, of Joe what Rogan. What did we go wow. over? I'd also like to point out that I can see on Kamar's notes, there's one that just says hyena dick. But you guys brought it up. That's the weirdest thing about the nose thing. You know what I mean? You have a thing and then you bring it up and it's not like you reopen the point. I swear to God, I could argue that fighting lions thing for like another hour we're not gonna no we're not i'm done we're done thank you we're gonna end it this week okay right on right do we have a sponsor should we do a quick plug perfect all right yeah surprise this week we are sponsored by ward 14 have you ever been at a bar and thought i'd like to buy the bar stool i have good news is ward 14 exists you can go there buy the bar stool you could buy a book buy a game buy anything off the wall the waitresses are cute (laughs) and the drinks are good Ward 14, check them out. They're on Preston. Best uh, Moscow Mule in the city. There you go. Best Moscow Mule in the city. Have a high kick. What's the what's the drink called? The uh, Something high kick. 
As you can tell, I don't go there often. But I don't drink. Trivia so night every my, Monday night at yeah. Ward 14. If Matt John did Deck, drink, John Deck be plays every, every Wednesday. Night. Yeah, if I drank, I would be there every Yeah, that's night. a new night they have. Eh? Yeah, John Deck every Wednesday. John Deck, shout out. That's it, right? That's yep. our that's our very sponsor. Very cool place. Thank you very much. Uh, if you listen to the whole thing, thank you so much. I assure you we're not racist. Uh, <laughs> Definitely not racist. <laughs> <laughs> Next um, week will be better. I'm still trying guess. to figure it out. Uh, follow me. <laughs> still trying to follow me at Kamar Babar on Instagram and Twitter. And guys, remember to email us at jree podcast at gmail if you have any comments or you want to tell me off or anything like that. Yeah, you can follow me uh, only on Instagram at Floydy with five E's. Don't follow me. Thank you for listening. You guys are cool. Yeah, and for those listening, thank you so much. We really appreciate it. Uh, we are still learning. We're still getting better. But uh, yeah, thanks so much. This has been J R E E. Three.